Hello and welcome to Stop Cthulhu at All Costs. Turn it up to 11. This is a conversational podcast where we talk, <laughs> where, yeah, we take an item, we, where we take an item of entertainment and we decide whether or not it's going to go into the Mariana Trench or we are going to take fragments of the entertainment and use it for an army to fight Cthulhu. Why? Because he's coming and we're going to die. <laughs> My name is Gaz. Just fucking coming everywhere. <laughs> That's the real problem. We're just Someone's trying to get a cork this big enough. It's not why do you think the sea is salty? That's it. Stop <laughs> cum Thulu. Uh, my name is Gaz, and I am joined by my friends Matt. Yep. Yep. This is Matt R- <laughs> and Rodin. Uh, you can tell this is going to be a music-based uh, episode because Gaz made said, a reference to this is Spinal Tap. Yeah, and, and he also. Instead of saying anything to do with movies in, in the intro, said entertainment. I yeah. did. I did. An item of entertainment. And this Finally, is the first time. we're making use of that sort of vague terminology. <laughs> it's the first time. I expected to do like comics maybe or something, but we've just done exclusively movies. Yeah, well, it's because they're the easiest thing to digest when you have, you've all got full-time just jobs. all of us. Because yeah. like TV series, I'm not watching all the TV series in a week. Video no. game, I'm not finishing on video game in a week. No. Nah. I could maybe nah. read like a comic, yeah, comic book. We probably should have done a comic book, but also no. I'm not a comic book guy, so I'm never. We're not pick at the that. end. You should. We're not at the that. end. We're not at the end. We're close right? to the end of season one. We are, and who knows? Maybe we'll I'll... tell people more about that one day. Go when we left figure it field. out. Yeah, when we figure <laughs> we, it out. When we figure <laughs> out what that means. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's been another seven days, and we watch things, but then hey. Let's do a little, you know, like sprinkle a little extra bit of something. And. <laughs> Sorry, what, mate. What, I'm distracting you, aren't I? Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> I, I loved it. I, I loved it, though. I think, I'm trying to work out if Gaz knew where he was going with that or if it was, yeah, was yeah. just or whether it was just I Matt am. distracting him because you <laughs> sort of lost it halfway through. Yeah, it's just, I look at his face and it's just, it's so beautiful. I was doing it just um, sprinkle it motions. I liked it. I liked Thank it. You. So, yeah, I'm going to sprinkle a little bit of extra something. And it, <laughs> and it is, uh, what have you been listening to as well? You know. Okay. Oh. So, I should really have prepped you guys for this. Yeah, you yeah. Ask, ask either. <laughs> you just completely changed uh, the. Uh... <laughs> no, no, no. It, Fucking it's, hell, it's I've what... got open Spotify now. It's like I've what got, have you watched? I was gonna have a whole thing of like I've I've actually not watched any movies, but I've watched I've got other stuff to talk about. But you've now changed that. You've changed Fine, my mate. plan into just music. I don't. Hey, I, man. I, I haven't listened you to do, any you... apart from this one thing, really. Oh, okay, that's fine. Then what have you watched then, Ryan? Well, well, as I was just saying. I haven't actually watched any movies this last week, which is very rare. Yes, um, that is rare. But I've got other things to talk about. Ooh. Ooh. Lay it on me, Ronan Kelly. Well, first of all, I'm going to talk about the thing that I haven't finished, so that it's going to be the quickest thing to talk about. Okay. Tentacle practice. Is the, I finish that every day <laughs> on time. Um, it's a video game on oh. Nintendo Switch called Eastwood. Okay. Uh, is, it about, is it about Tommy, East Tim Eastwood? Eastward. Okay. Oh, so going, it's not about Tim Eastwood, the we're big going, dog. We're going to the east, basically. It's not about your tentacle tree. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay. That's for me. <laughs> what uh, What is this game about? This I have game never heard of it. is a sort of... It's, it's just come out quite recently, and it's sort of a mashup of a lot of, like games so it's sort of like kind of a bit like a, a legend of zelda but incorporates some of the the more modern aspects but it's sort of harkening back to like the older aspects of that sort of adventure top down 16 bit 
Zelda-like thing, but then it's also yeah. got a post-apocalyptic story that's got a, like a sort of a, a main male protagonist and a younger female, which is sort of a bit like uh, The Last of Us sort of style. It's also got a lot of sort of like Earthbound influence going on there. So it's all this mishmash of a lot of different things, um, but it's, like it's really good. Like a PlayStation demo disc. <laughs> that's... All in one game. Yeah. What? Okay. Anyway. Uh, and it's, it's loads just like, of it's games just... on a one game. That's right. Like a it demo is. disc. It's like Mario Party. <laughs> all mm-hmm. these games in one game. Wow. Um, but it, is it good? It's really good. I love it. I mean, I've only played it like uh, three, four hours of that. Uh, maybe even less. I'm not really sure. Um, but it's just great. It just It's just got a great atmosphere. It's got sort of... It's got it's got a nice it's got a great beautiful look to it that feels modern, but yeah. also it's because it's sort of based on like you know, um, uh, like old sixteen bit stuff. Yeah, kind of like that sort of those uh, pixel graphics. Uh, it's got that, but then it's obviously way more sort of. Um, oh, I'm losing my mind. Smooth. Today. No, uh, d- d- detailed. Pic- yes. Yeah. It's way more detailed than you could get with. Intricate. those old consoles yes intricate thank you very much that's the exact word i was looking for great word matt great word thank um, you that's all i'm good at but, but then there's lots of great <laughs> characters in there and the world it just looks gorgeous so it's got that sort of warm hug of nostalgia whilst it's also a really modern feeling yeah well written interesting well playing why video don't game. you marry it um well i've not <laughs> finished it i've only a few hours in so it may be shit later the, but so far um... i'm really enjoying it What's the soundtrack like? Because I've got a bit of a hard on for like sixteen-bit soundtracks. Uh, I mean, it seems pretty good. I haven't. Uh, I've sort of had to play a lot of it handheld with the volume down a little bit occasionally, so I couldn't right. tell you quite uh, properly. I haven't been able to listen to it really good. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, because like I, I, I got, I, I got a massive wave of nostalgia when I bought the uh, um. Streets of Rage 1 soundtrack on vinyl, and I put that on, and I spun it, and I was just like, yeah. Is that what chiptune music is? What? I think chiptune's chip like, like taking that, like, taking like that stuff as a bass, and then like, like, influence. Okay. adding lots of like modern sounds. So it's like sort of, it's more sort of referencing. Okay. I can't use, I haven't got any words in my head at the moment. But <laughs> you don't need word. words for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> These people don't come for words. They come not. for the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> they come for the friendship and they stay for the words. No, um, no words. But yeah, so East, Eastwood is, uh, I'm having a good time with that. But the thing that I've been really into this last week is the new Netflix TV show, Ooh. Squid Game. I watched two episodes of that last night. My niece, was te- my niece was telling me about that this this afternoon. I've watched all nine, and okay. I really like it. I really enjoyed mm. it. Okay. Where it's basically a show, it's sort of, I guess you could say it's got like a little bit of Battle Royale uh, and Running Man vibes in the sense that it's, it's, it's a South Korean show where people who are down on their luck or are in debt and have got, are really struggling with their lives are given the opportunity to play in this game show basically where they have to compete in six children's games basically but they're mm-hmm. deadly yeah. and then it's basically is it you there's lots of twists turns characters developments Ooh. all these sorts of things to it but it's basically like the whole thing is 
there's this tournament where you have to do six six games and if you win you win a shit ton of money yeah uh but then the way it sort of expands on that and develops with all these different characters as you get to know them and as their sort of their relationships change and the dynamics and all that sort of stuff it's just really enjoyable really well done it looks great it's got a amazing look to it and some of the performances especially like as as the thing as the the series progresses just yeah mm. the, the characters are yeah. really well realized like the people who you are supposed to hate you really hate the people you're supposed to be conflicted about you really feel conflicted like you it basically everything it wants you to feel you feel it just it nails everything and i think it's also just really inventive whilst also coming from a genre that i i i find i weirdly attraction to like tournament game show movies and series yeah. for some reason i love like running man and i love like battle royale and yeah. anything that where there's like some sort of fake tournament like because i think it, it gives like the movie like a really simple the premise, premise. Is there. Yeah. It's, and it's a very like obvious like this person has to be the winner or this is the last person or they have to do this thing so you always have that that structure that's really simple to follow but then you can sort of twist and turn and develop that in interesting ways or or even if it's like something like the Running Man, where it's like it's not really that it's like crazy. It's just sorts of silly gimmick things, and it's quite fun. And you just sort of like, yeah, yeah cool. I can switch off of this. So uh, <laughs> I didn't really know whether like you need, yeah, I didn't know whether you need to specify it's South Korean because there's not many North Korean TV shows. Yeah, I would, I would assume people would. Uh... <laughs> I like that North Korean TV show, Turnip <laughs> Sadness, or uh, yeah. Nobody Can Smile. I get yeah. it. <laughs> Nobody or gets the, the omelet. Leader. The famous North Korean TV show. <laughs> I mean, presumably you have they have lots of original programming. Yeah, like just... it. It would be actually wild to see it, right? It would be interesting. Yeah, I'd yeah. watch. I'd watch a load of propaganda. I, reckon be I was enjoying Squid Game though. It was. It's got a real. Yeah, like you say, it's really like aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, it's got okay. a great vibe to it. Like and the that, colors like, are insane. Yeah, like the uh, the cinematography, okay. like the Christmas of the like the the and the color the color. Like timing, everything just mm. looks okay. really on point and sharp, and the direction's really clean. And yeah, it's just, it's just a really well made show. I'm not in a rush a very... to finish it, but I will finish it. Yeah, yeah. Like I I end up just I I, 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 I end up binging it. I just like basically watched like three four episodes in a yeah. row once or twice. Uh, I really liked it. Did you do it in dubs or subs? Uh, it's subs. only dubbed, isn't it? Uh. No, I I watched it in subs. Oh, I was watching it in dub. But... Oh no, subs. Is the dubbing okay? Because I know that sometimes it's fine. It like be... it's not bothering me. Because sometimes it can affect the performance. Like if somebody looks like they're acting really hard, and then it sounds like they're just phoning it in. Uh, that hasn't affected me. But I am okay. also I watch Godzilla films in dub. So yeah, I can't yeah. imagine some of the think later it really scenes. Me. I can't yeah. imagine some of the later scenes translating particularly well, but. Also, I don't. I don't really like watching live action stuff dubbed. I don't mind like mm. animated anime stuff being dubbed because yeah. a lot of times, even when you watch it um, subbed, the the mouth movements don't match anyway. So it's sort yeah. of like, well, I might as well yeah. be watching it in my own native language. Um, but then when it comes to live action, I can't. I can't stand watching it dubbed. Personally. I don't think it. It just doesn't bother me. I think it's yeah, uh, I mean, whatever. It's, that's the reason why there's options. Yeah, for sure. Do what, do what you gotta do. I might watch it in dub. Endubs. Who knows? I'll watch Endubs. Yeah, watch the Dappy Cut. And... I actually prefer watching subs when, because when you've got a kid as well, you can have the the volume ah, down low. Yeah, I get you, but I don't have then... that. So that's true. But if if my little one was running around, I'm less likely to hear or understand. I'm easily miss a sentence if it's in subtitles. 
Oh, if see, I, I find get, that easy because then you can actually read it rather than I get, deal with the I noise. Get, daddy, daddy, look at this. What's this? Daddy, to be honest though, this? mate, you probably shouldn't be watching this in the same room as your, ch- your kid yeah, anyway. It's pretty it's violent. Pretty violent. <laughs> she'll just see. She'll just see colours, man. No. No. <laughs> Not at this age. It's, it's horrible. It's real yeah, horrible. She'll be, she'll be fine. It's why she'll I can't right. just sit there binging it because I'll be dead sad by the end of it. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Maybe it's one to watch when <laughs> I'm in bed. Building some trauma into your child at an early age. <laughs> That's it's just important. what, parenting, that's what is parenthood important. is, isn't it? That's why the Dark Crystal exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so did you watch anything else, Ronan? I um, also finished watching a book. Ah, <laughs> did it move? <laughs> no way. As the pages turned. No, I mean, I've, I, 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 I'm reading like an absolutely massive book at the moment showgirl oh watching, here he is fucking mr reading big book show off <laughs> oh, mr. i only uh, read I... massive books but Ugh. no no okay i bet it's it's so massive. i've basically yeah, been re- i've is. basically been reading it since like february it's taken me ages okay. i've read and and i have all right man i'm a slow reader too i have to have breaks and read other books i've finished like six or seven books oh in fucking my... hell mate just humble brag all day uh, in, uh, uh, i just I read i read all the books, books. Brag. just because you guys don't can't read very well doesn't <laughs> <laughs> it's not that i can't read very well it's i don't want to read very well that's well. fine then <laughs> i like reading um so basically because it, it, it's Nerd. so it's taking like, basically i've been reading it since february and i'm only halfway through Mm-hmm. And wow. I've been like taking you slow breaks, bitch. reading other stuff, <laughs> and then um, so I've just had another little mini break, and I've finished reading the first book in the relatively newish Alien paperback oh, series. Oh yes, oh yes, yeah. I remember you. I remember you getting that. So yeah. basically, yeah, cause I I read the first one, which I think is called Out of Shadows, when it first came out, and thought it was okay. I listened to the audiobook. <laughs> yeah, and what did I you think, think is that one? Is that the one that starts on the colony? Uh, the, uh, the, I think they all start on some form of colony. This one oh, starts on no, like, no, like it's like a col- mining boat, a uh, boat, a okay. <laughs> spaceship. It's a big mining boat. It's a big, a big mining boat. boat. Sky, <laughs> sky boat. I mean, what is a spaceship if <laughs> yeah. not a boat for the sky? That's why um, they call it ships. No, um, the exactly. the one I was on about was uh, like an audio drama in LV four twenty one. Is it twenty six? They, 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 they did really. They released one which was a prequel of aliens that's the that one a... i listened to quite recently right yeah that one oh, I, I own that book but i, I i've not yeah. read it i've i started reading to the the audio book but then didn't finish it but then yeah so i i read out of the shadows when it first came out thought it was okay but then recently i was like oh, i really want to go through the other alien books so i've reread that one <laughs> and that's when i finished just the other night and it's still not great it's fine it's just not yeah, it's like it's, it's like nice. wedged, in those things. I think. Yeah, well, it's it's awkwardly wedged. It's like proper like sh- like a square peg in a round hole in terms of the story because it's set in between River Alien and pain. Aliens. River of Pain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, Alien and Aliens. It's set between those two, and it's it features Ripley. And basically, the idea is Ripley gets oh, yeah. taken out of the Nostromo. She has this whole adventure, and then at the end, they have to sort of like. M- find a way to make it so nah. that she basically gets reset nah, nah, so nah, that nah, nah. exactly yeah and it's like really like this is it's unimaginative to do that to a character to just yeah. be like i want to use that character but then i have to reset her because the movie resets there it's like what we were saying the other week when we were talking about the old star wars books that used to just drag a character in to be like remember yeah. remember 
you yeah. are yeah. in Star Wars, and then like pass them on to this the character is also here. Yeah. yeah, and it's a bit like that because like the 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 setting and the like the overall story is like fine, but then mm-hmm. they've just got Ripley there for some reason, and it just feels like there's some stuff with Ash, which is quite interesting. With the idea is like Ash uploaded his consciousness to the Nostromo's commu- uh, computer, which then infects like okay. the the main mind. And that stuff's okay, but it's not better. It's not made better. Oh, they buy it yeah it, it doesn't benefit it's, the it's story that way. words 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 uh, it's yeah. not worth that to bring ripley in basically like yes. it's, it, it, yeah. it's, it just feels so forced and also just the fact that like in the last like chapter or two it's literally just like trying to find the obvious trying to find reasons to like wipe her memory put her back in and then basically like she at one point she gets like really horrifically injured and they're like oh we fixed her all up it's like all just basically just trying to fit all the just pieces a huge reset back to yeah exactly as it was at the beginning it's you know when so you're, you're a kid and you have a swiggy your mum's vodka and then you put it back in the cupboard but you have to like yeah. make sure the label's the right way yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that kind yeah. of shit it's, it's basically that. just like yeah it's so like it just that. makes you wonder why they did it in the first place money i know why well, they did yeah. it yeah yeah <laughs> That's why everyone Ripley. does everything, but the I mean movies, creatively. The Rodin, books, I mean creatively. The book set between the alien aliens to see what happened to Ripley. Um, but it's just it would be slept. Yeah, it would be amazing if the book was just like, oh, and then she was asleep for uh, another like two hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter three: Another year has passed, and Ripley has not woken. Yeah. <laughs> But now, so I've I finished that one, so I'm just going to move on to the next. I've already started reading the next book, so I'm just going to see how that goes. Because I see. Did we get like to the? Different. Did we get to the? What was the big book you were reading? The what? Yeah, what was it? What was it called? The big book that you were. Oh, reading? Shogun by James Clavell. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, did I miss that or is that? I did. I did. I, I briefly said it, he, but I you guys were being all like, yeah. So you deserved it. So is that about? A, a Japanese warrior or about a gun show like a, <laughs> show a your gun, gun for show it's yeah. actually about n- neither uh, it's, oh okay it's yeah, about you dickhead <laughs> it's about an, uh, it's like it's a uh, 16th 17th 1600s what are they that's the 17th century isn't it 17th whatever, century. whatever you want it to be mate you just say that's not how time works Matt you can't just decide <laughs> I can say whatever I want and then <laughs> and then quickly went back to bed you can, you can say anything you want doesn't make it true uh, but yeah, hey, so 17th perception century perception is reality, Ronan. If that's what he perceives to be true, then it's true. Sorry, go on. Just entered into a philosophy <laughs> debate there. Uh, so yeah, 17th anyway, century, uh, it basically follows the trials and tribulations of a uh, a, a Dutch English uh, navigator of, of like a, a a boat that gets basically. Uh, destroyed and he is like marooned in japan and it's basically about space him. space boat of. or a water boat water boat this time <laughs> okay uh, space everything boat. you do's got boats in it i love boats mate <laughs> i'm a boatman i like do you know what i like boats <laughs> here we go come on guys what's your favorite boat what's my favorite boat yeah probably uh, a man of war uh, name it name your favorite boat like the the specific name of that boat a man of war yeah, but Man that's that's the type of boat. All right, okay. Name a famous man of war you really like. The Queen Anne's Revenge. There we go. There we go. What, that, um, was wait, Black, that was Blackbeard's Why that is that Black your favourite? The that Queen again. Anne's Revenge. Queen, Queen Anne's Revenge. revenge. Yeah. Okay. Why is he I'm checking him. Is it, it was a Spanish man of war? That, um, a man of war, sorry, because there's no F. Man of war that uh, Blackbeard robbed. 
But why is and it your favourite? Because it's sick. Cause it belonged to. Because <laughs> yeah, it belonged no, to, belong to Blackbeard. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, that, that's literally with, it. Like, I'm, I'm just trying lie. to cover Ronan's googling. <laughs> Class and type frigate. Frigate. A frigate is a type. Yeah, that, it's a type. Class and type frigate. So it's not a man of war. Fucking was a man of war. But a man of war might be no, a frigate. No, going to Wikipedia.org. Oh come on! Anybody can edit Wikipedia. A man yeah, of war might actually be a frigate. But also, guys, the things that edit you are worse than the people that edit Wikipedia. Yeah, a man of war <laughs> is a frigate type ship. Oh, okay. Fucking maybe. yes. Because a frigate is basically like, it, it denotes what the size and shape of the ship is. Right. Where's Man of War? I just want to prove guys wrong. That's what I, it, I think he's right, mate. He might be. Man <laughs> of War ship type. A Man of War is a frigate type ship. It does. Uh, I love that you just want to prove me wrong. <laughs> for literally no reason. It would make, so, make me feel so happy. The Man of War was a Royal Navy expression for a powerful warship or frigate from the 16th to the 19th century. Although the term never acquired a specific meaning, it was usually reserved for a ship with, armed with a cannon. Uh, with a cannon so propelled by primary Gaz is, and pri propelled Gaz primarily by a, sails. A ship that has a vague non-definition. It is a very, very <laughs> generic pirate ship by the yeah. looks of it. Basically. Well, a man of war. What's a galleon? Oh, actually, then? I was I was wrong. I would, they're all galleons, I think. Oh, here we go. They're all frigates. Uh, <laughs> they're all galleons. Oh, I see so, my favorite's a galleon. <laughs> so it I like was, the Titanic's my favorite galleon. So Ronan, you, I, I was, I was wrong in one point, and it was French, not Spanish, that he stole it from. He stole it from the French. I wasn't listening. Well, you wanted to prove me wrong. What color was there his beard? There we go. Uh, gray, I think. Well, why That's was he called black? No, I'm joking. It was probably oh, black. Oh, you tricky little scamp! <laughs> I got you. I I'm got gonna make you. you walk the plank. What if it was like it was like <laughs> an ironic name or something? Like he actually had like a big ginger beard, and he they was called ginger, him black beard yeah. just to take the piss. Mm. Blackbeard's cool. He got shot loads. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you wow. cool, kids. You want to be cool? Going out and get shot just, loads. Just go out and get shot. He was a genius, man. He was meant to be quite smart. He was also supposed to be does, syphilitic and does any, mental. Does anyone him. know? What? Like, it could just all be like rumor, right? That. I mean, it's all accounts, and don't know yeah. how true those. And accounts it's accounts are. of fucking idiot pirates. <laughs> so you might yeah. have just been able to do like simple and some, counting, and they're like, some "He's idiot, a fucking genius. <laughs> he could count to three. Some idiot, like, some yeah. idiot soldiers as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, when when I say like he's a genius, I don't mean like he was like super smart. I mean he was he was educated. Well, that's what genius kind of means. Then. Yeah, all right. But Sorry. what I mean is like he was almost like a marketing genius in a way because he would uh, hear me out, right? So yeah, he, we're he all ears. <laughs> He knew his brand, and his yeah. brand was to scare as many people as possible, and he did that very, very well. He had like pumpkins on his ship and stuff. Yeah, he knew what. <laughs> Not far um, from it. Well, hashtags. he actually used to get. He used to, in his hat. He used to attach um, hashtags. Cannon. He used to attach <laughs> hashtags to the front of it. Um, no, he used to attach keywords. Um, wick. Wick. <laughs> the SEO. He was great with SEO. Wick as in candle. SEO was in, No, no, no. As 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 in like a, a wick for. Um, an ignition on a cannon so he used to oh, attach um, those to his hat john wick. fuse yeah a fuse that's it thank you and he would he would light them and then go and fight and like the people would be terrified because they'd see this guy with a Burning huge his beard off. with like just these his head on fire essentially um and he I just light my head on fire that doesn't make me a genius he was just watch cool. this that's, i feel nothing. like that happened once by accident and he just went with it yeah, because yeah, he, he literally so... said his like beard got set on fire. Yeah, or something, and he was and he's like, just like, yeah. 
Andy had a cool flag, so there we go. A cool oh, flag. Wow. Yeah, what a they, all had different, they all had different flags. Fuck off. What, what's Blackbeard's flag? Different flags. It was... I hope it's a, uh, just a Blackbeard. Just a hashtag. That's it. That's hashtag it. Hashtag that just says marketing genius. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag brand. Yeah, that's it. It's never going to get better than that. Hashtag Don't worry, lads. In about 500 years, you'll get it. Hashtag piratical um, was his thing. Anyway, yeah, have you watched anything else, Ronan? <laughs> no, that's it, pretty much. <laughs> no, okay. So what have you been watching, Matt? You asked Ronan what he'd been listening to. Oh, yeah, Ronan, oh, actually, what you have didn't, you listened to? You didn't actually ask him. You just you no, said you were going to, and then you asked him what he's watching, and actually, he said something if, about a book. If I remember rightly, he did also say that he didn't listen to anything. Okay, fair yeah, play. I haven't read. I mean, I have, but not, not, nothing worth talking about. I don't want to talk Fair about enough. Donda because it's shit and also <laughs> it's Kanye West he's a cunt and he doesn't need my help <laughs> well go. put that in fair enough you can <laughs> take that take Kanye that easy come for me he doesn't, have you. he doesn't need me <laughs> <laughs> so Matt what have you watched slash listened to um, I watched the entirety of Star Wars Visions last night any good ooh uh, it's okay um, there, there are bits of it that are really cool um, like I think you two will dig the first one, which is a bit like an Akira Kurosawa. Um, Sick. Uh, I think I know like what you're talking samurai about. Samurai movie trailer, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very much like that. There is a really good one where it's, but it's more. It's less. Um, um, I want to say different than the rest of them. Like it's more okay. gen, like standard Star Wars stuff. Okay. And that's like Jedi and Sith meeting on a planet somewhere. Mm-hmm. How long is each episode? About 15 minutes. Okay, so it's right, bit, okay. it is quite similar to the Animatrix then. It's like 10, 15 minute yeah, episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, They're all like not linked. to. They are, they take one of them. They're all individual stories. Yeah, a few of them are actually set where the canon would make sense. But mo- a lot of them are just like, imagine if Star Wars was like this or imagine yeah. if this was a different place but jedi existed Stuff like don't that. worry about canon just in co- just enjoy the cool shit yeah, yeah. just enjoy the um, story not my kind of thing like i don't really get on with anime when it sometimes i do don't get me wrong sometimes it's good like i, I finished all those neon genesis movies the other day yeah oh yeah that was all right like i had a ride um yeah. it still doesn't make sense in any way that makes it <laughs> cohesive <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I that's kind of like it's like Twin Peaks for me, and that sort of I love that it's just like hmm, I don't know. It's, what's going it's on like, yeah, it's like Twin Peaks, <laughs> but everyone makes bad decisions for no apparent reason. Um, so I watched Star Wars Visions, uh, I think that's all I've watched. Like, I really, I'd like, I'm still stuck for time at the moment, lads. I keep thinking about watching enough. Star Wars Visions, but then I wasn't really sure. I just, I was like, probably wants to like just binge it all at one go because yeah, I, I give feel it like a I want to go for I it. I would do that if I were you. Yeah, there are a couple of episodes in there that I think would make really good kids shows for Star Wars people. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, like the second episode's called something like I think it's called Tatooine Rhapsody, and it follows like um, it's all done in this chibi style. I I don't like like everyone's got <laughs> yeah. big head, and, but you can uh, see an appeal. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can see why it would appeal to people because they're they're a little rock band and they're they're making their way through the Star Wars universe, and it's it's quite fun, but like yeah. not not my thing, but yeah. Uh, I still think it's crazy how good, like a few people, a few other like properties or IPs have tried this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I still think it's crazy how good 
the animatrix was how yeah, it's like the yeah. one that really nailed it but you know why that was good I, I think it tried to tell stories that exist within that framework that like it didn't yeah. try and stray the the first two the the great renaissance or the second renaissance whatever they're called they yeah, were like literally the, the backstory the prequel, yeah. of how the matrix got created and there's a bunch i i really like some of them were even prequels to the movies that were about to come out which yeah. is you know when before reload and reloaded came out yeah but then my favorite is the 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 one that's like set in a, the ghost house one. Um, you know, it's set in like it's like set in like a Japanese town or something, um, and it's basically just a bunch of kids playing in like this. Oh yeah, cool glitchy haunted house. Like, yeah, they think because of it it's like basic, a haunted house, yeah, but it's, it's basically just a glitch zone. Yeah, okay, that's um, my favorite. I love. I just love the vibes from it. It's got like no real tie to anything, but I just it's just the the whole style well, of that's it, it. The... i think what the animatrix does that star wars visions doesn't i don't think star wars visions tried to do this it tries to make the story more expansive it's like an expanded universe rather than like a what if yeah esque thing which i'm not up to date with what if anymore the marvel one oh yeah i've, I've pretty much the last one i watched i've was, not watched i, any wa- of it I watched all. the zombie one yeah and i thought it yeah. was going to be funny but it's dead serious is it good yeah. though? Because I, no, I feel like that's the one that no. I'm like. That's the one I'm like. That if any of them are gonna win me over, it's that one. But you're saying no. it's not good. It's um, it's just boring. It's just a yeah. boring story. Like once you start making superhero zombies, I think it should be funny. But they should be like super mega like dead zombies that also have incredible powers. That would be yeah. Well, that's fun. that's that's what the comic. Have you have you read Marvel Zombies? No, I, I don't so. read comics that often. I think I read it like literally like ten years ago. Yeah, I read it a long time ago, and I remember it being quite tongue in cheek. This like, is what that, I think. This was missing that. Yeah, because I think like, because in that, Magneto is one of the main characters. So like, because all the Avengers are zombies, pretty much, and then you've got a couple of bad guys and a couple of heroes that have to work together in to try and fight everything else, all these zombies. But yeah, like it, it, the if I remember rightly, it wore its um what's the word inspiration on its sleeve so like it had a lot of inspiration to the um romero georgia oh this doesn't this doesn't this is just its own little stupid thing uh because they're also like they're like even though they have the rights for most of them back now they've also got 20th century fox under the disney banner Mm -hmm. they they probably are all they are probably restricted to what the the characters that people know from the movies yeah yeah i guess like you said magneto plays a part in the comic book they probably can't use that in no, this he wasn't if, in that. because he's not in the marvel cinematic universe yet presumably yeah. so they can't use him so they probably have to change a lot and but then I mean, it's like well why, that's what fine, you, well i think yeah. that's what they've been doing for all the what ifs i don't think they're direct carbon copies of the comics are they no, no but, but they, they, i see, think they, they're all supposed to be original but they all that one but they all suggest like them not. in a way that's like it's like hey you know this character or this version of this character because like, even like this isn't the um, the Peggy Carter, Captain Britain, Captain like America. based, like actually based on something in the comic book. Captain Britain's actually like there. Is, there is a Captain Britain, but it, he's uh, is well, he's a he, and uh, he's way after Captain America. It's another, it's another okay, like super soldier. It's not like a instead of he he heads well, yeah, up the, Brit- enough, the British version, of, but the British like version of the Avengers called Excelsior. I think they're called Excelsior. <laughs> so yeah, yeah the um. The what if show still remains why if, in my opinion, it's just not very interesting. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why um, if? That's such a good explanation. So... They should have changed it to cool if. Because that's basically what it's cool if this happened. Yeah, cool well, that's what, what Star Wars Visions is. 
Yeah. It's like, imagine if it was like this. It'd be weird. Well, even this name, Star Wars Visions. It's like Visions yes. is like, here's like yeah. a vision, uh, we, a creative like uh, animator or director had. This is a thing that it's like not tied to anything. It's just a cool vision, an idea. Yeah. Um, now, do you think that's just possibly because we're not as invested in that world? Marvel. Yeah. Uh, could Probably. be. I, I think people who are like I've said it before. If yeah. you're into that shit, you'll get way more out of it. Like I, mm. but like saying that, I didn't get the whole hog out of Star Wars Visions, and I'm obsessed with Star Wars. You're pretty into that world, aren't you? Yeah, and it just isn't. I don't care that much. Like, I don't. I don't really need to. I want more in that world. I don't need the what if. Well, what of about that world. if yeah. this happened? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, listening to. Yeah, what have you listened to? So, um, Beth had nothing but Slipknot CDs in her car. So you've listened to Slipknot? So, no, 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 no. I'd bought a CD. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll, I'll buy a CD. Um, and it's a bit of a rediscover. Um, Alexis on Fire's Watch Out album. Oh, I, shit. That is like, yeah. and I don't know whether it's through fucking rose-tinted earbuds, but that is one of the best put together albums of all time for like flow. I, while listening to today's episode subject choice, I was like, oh man, I wish I was listening to Lexus on fire. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. a great band. They're amazing. And like there are certain aspects of what we'll talk about later. It's, yeah. Yeah. Soon. It's, similar, it's like, it's like, like, it's like, it kind of gives me that. It's like, just like, it's like the opposite spectrum of that same spectrum. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's like that heavy metal, occasionally like sc- screaming stuff but it's like x on fire fucking is so good yeah i don't know whether you've ever listened to watch out from start to finish guys no i don't think i have you need to do it like uh, that it's it's well right now i'll do it now yeah let's stop while you, while you we'll guys are talking it's just a really well thought out album like every track leads on to the next track in i have listened to it yeah it's it but anyway that's Sounds what like, I've been listening to. The way you said that was if you like placed that in. Like I have now listened to it. Paused the podcast <laughs> oh no no! For an I, hour. I I just I just um I just opened up Spotify just to see if I had heard it or not. Like in order. I I will have done, but I, I not regularly enough to. But that's why I don't I've think I've listened to it, it in to a have while. This, to have the same feeling that you have. Mm-hmm. Um. But the the one the one the one album that I always used to listen to, which is kind of like the go to that I have with Alexis on Fire, is Young uh, Old Crow's Young Cardinals. Oh, is what you I see, that, used to listen to that was when they started getting a bit hit and miss for me. Like well, that's, there's some that's just blinders they on split there, up. but then there's a few. Well, they they got back together, didn't they? Yeah, they did. But that was before they split up. Originally. Yeah, there was um. There's just a few songs on there that are instant skips for me. Like they oh. just don't land. But like, there's a few yeah. belters on there. Don't get me wrong. Sons of Privilege Crisis is, is also brilliant. The song. album that's between those two, Crisis and Watch Out, are their like pinnacle albums, I think. But especially Watch Out. I'm gonna listen to them tomorrow. Well, yeah, I that's might do as well. What I was listening to. <laughs> oh, they're a great band. They're yeah, great. I remember when we went to go see them live, oh, and they were they were insane so live. I've never heard a live band like that before. Yeah, it was. Oh, that I bet they are good live. Sounded perfect. It was like literally like this is exactly what I wanted them to sound like. Like yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I've not seen them physically, but I've seen footage. You've seen them metaphysically. I've seen them metaphysically. Yeah, uh, I was not on this plane. Um, I also remember we and- tried to go see uh, City in Color. Oh, and I, I 
I was like going to try and get like a like you had a ticket, Matt, and I was going to try and get a ticket, but then it absolutely started pissing it down. Yes, <laughs> like horrendously tension. I was like, I'm just going to go home, and then yeah. you stayed in the queue for like another hour, and then <laughs> I didn't want to go to that gig. I think someone <laughs> I was with at the time wanted to go to that gig. Right. And it's because he was being supported by Bright Eyes. Right. And right. I don't... I, and I like Dallas like Green in Alexis on Fire, and I kind of yeah. like City in Colour, but yeah. not enough to go and watch it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he had. I think there was like a couple of songs that he, he'd done under that pseudonym, which I thought were really good. Oh, but yeah. Bell, like, the Hurry and a, the Harm is so good. As an overall sort of like, yeah, thing to go see one. live... It, it was just him, wasn't it? It wasn't like a band or anything. It was no, just it, origi- it was originally. when Little Hell came out. So it was just as he became like a band with it. Right, okay. Do you know he makes songs with Pink now? That doesn't surprise me. He's got a doesn't country me. act with Pink. Country Why? act? Mm-hmm. Well, um, what's, City and Colour has essentially become a pop country band. Yeah. So like, I, I saw them support um, uh, Biffy Clyro. Uh, a few years ago i was really looking forward to it because like i i really liked the first couple of albums from city in color mm. and i was like oh this is going to be mint and then got there and it was just he f- phoned it in man like it was just yeah lame there was just nothing like and obviously it's not exactly high tempo high energy music but like he just looked like he didn't want to be there it looked like he just couldn't be asked because he was a support act and i was just like this is a bit yeah i think he also like it seems to be Alexis on Fire got back together in this way that they missed doing the music they used to do. Yeah. Because they haven't just released an album. They've released a few, an EP and a few singles, but like... Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I'd be putting ideas in his head, but I think... You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> it seems to be that he fell out of love with making that style of music as well. Because when I went to watch him, it was Bright Eyes first. I don't know if you heard Bright Eyes. I've heard of them, but I've never listened Folky, to them. Folky, hipstery shit. Ooh, uh, sounds like my bag. <laughs> and then this, the same crowd was with watching City in Colour, but it was screaming girls. Like It was like I was at a pop yeah. concert, and it I, yeah. put me off, man. I was like all the way at the back, hey, like, this is just not, not for Dallas me. Dallas Green is a pretty man. Yeah, sure, but like... I get it. Screaming, a uh, man. Ah! Yeah, I just don't, I don't understand. <laughs> like, imagine if that's how humans attracted each other. Ah! <laughs> you just walked over to, to, to someone you liked and screamed in their face. Um, oh, man, that'd be perfect. Did you, do you remember um, Beatles Rock Band? Yes. Yes. Do you remember there was like a mode where you could play the songs and you could play them with like like the noise level and the scream level of like the certain live shows that they did, where you could you know they did there was a Ch- uh, Chase Stadium. Chase oh, Stadium. Oh right. So like all you, you can have, hear is ah! all you can hear is like the scream. I think I think that was a mode. But it's like you you could have like the screaming level or the noise level of the song mixed in a way so it was accurate wow. to what they would have heard. And it's fucking shit, mate. I can't imagine going to that <laughs> gig because like it was probably quite expensive. I suppose it predates like monitors as well, so they yeah. probably didn't know what they were yeah. playing. Like, you imagine, I bet, also, I bet had you a imagine bad like time. it's like going to like a stadium that size. Seeing your band at the bottom, there's probably maybe like if if you were lucky, they maybe had like one or two like live screens showing you yeah, the thing. Yeah. And then on top of that, everyone's screaming so loud you could barely hear the music. Like, what is that gig? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, like I think seeing that seeing them is enough at that point. I guess like, so. Yeah, because you've probably heard the music loads. Yeah, uh, yeah. You already own it. You've spun it, and you've got it constantly yeah. on your turntable. I guess I was always the guy who would go to a gig and stand off to like 
either of the sides. And yeah, yeah me too. The I side is a good bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. It always has been. Close to yeah. the side. Like, you're not far away, but you're Yeah, off, yeah, the, off side, so you can, the side is so you a can good place to stand. Actually see, and then when you go to gigs where... The youths are always a little bit more exuberant. Well, they're trying to prove something, aren't they? Well, you you can watch them all kick off because that's fine. If you like, you know, like if if they they, if that's how they want to express themselves at a gig, fine. I don't want to do that. Yeah, this first Gaz goes to gigs to watch young people. (laughs) Yeah, damn fucking right. (laughs) And so Gaz. (laughs) Also, my Um, thing is because I'm 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 quite tall. I'm six foot three and i'm always conscious if i go to a fucking gig hell, this guy's showing off again he's fucking showing off all day show off all, all fucking day sorry yeah, i'm on. six foot three and i read books <laughs> it's... i'm sorry that my life is so great <laughs> <laughs> but, but no because of that i've always felt you know if you go to like the center of a gig i always felt self-conscious of the fact that i'm blocking someone's view yeah so off to the side it means like there's a wall there you can get t-shirts where on the back it just says sorry <laughs> so, just, just oh shit them. i didn't know that yeah. i should have done that that's fucking awesome uh, but so, i've yeah. always been a against the wall guy fair enough that's fine he loves it's like, the like manchester manchester <laughs> yeah. academy where it's quite small that yeah you're, I love like, the against academy. the wall you're basically still like within spitting distance of the act bloody love manchester <laughs> academy mm. um so have you listened to anything else or watched anything else matt i listen to music constantly but like that was the one that i thought that's was like, that was the big thing worth mentioning. Yeah, it's the the thing I enjoyed listening to the most this week. What about you, Gareth? So I've watched a few things Gareth. and listened to some others. So I finally, because we didn't have to watch anything this week, I Gareth. finally dedicated some time to watch something that I wanted to watch. Um, so I got to watch, Gareth. I finally watched rush fuck off with the gav so i finally watched rush um oh yeah did you Shit, yeah watched man. it the think? band really good <laughs> yeah i watched the band rush um the no. f1 movie about oh that um, thing you were on about last week i was on about yeah. like a week or two ago yeah yeah so i finally got around to watching that really enjoyed it yeah it's pretty it's like a it's like a good solid movie isn't it it's like hey yeah. oh, i enjoyed that the end I, and then i can imagine that somebody who potentially isn't into f1 could enjoy it because it's a story of two people that are rivals i watched it in the cinema when i hadn't really watched any f1 and it was still i i have the exact same amount of investment as i did when i watched it recently after watching a lot of f1 it's just it's just a good movie by somebody you trying to suggest i should watch this nah if if you want to but like i just probably probably think it yeah you'd probably be like this is all right but you would also probably switch off quite quickly Mm -hmm. It's and a good movie, but you there's there's a decent amount of crashes and stuff, and I think zero dinosaurs though, right? That's um, correct. in the extended cut, there's a couple. Okay. Also, the the the, the main two characters are are both somewhat unlikable. Sidetrack though, it humanizes them in a, a decent way, but mostly they're, they're unlikable to the point where you, I think a lot of people would be like, I don't know why I should care. How good would know. it be if every film ever created had a an extended cut with dinosaurs? Yes, please. Mm. Yep. In like yep. lots of different ways. Like some of them, it's like yeah. actually like a whole sequence of dinosaur comes in, but then one, it's just like in the background, character in the background yeah. of a dinosaur or something. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. The Jurassic Park um, extended cut with extra dinosaur. <laughs> dinosaur with dinosaurs. Yeah. Be like the director's cut, but the dinosaur cut. I mean, yeah. I think I think I rooted for James Hunt a hell of a lot more than I rooted for Nicky Lauda. See, but I, I think maybe it's just the way how we think because I was I was. I'm 100% Nicky Lauda camp. I'm like, Hunt's a cunt. <laughs> I mean, they're both cunts. And uh, Hunt's a cunt rhymes, though, so <laughs> yeah, it's more valid. 
That's uh, true. Like they were both they were both dicks, but you know, to each other. But I don't know. Maybe it was just because I'm going to check my I phone during this. Maybe <laughs> I found maybe I found James Hunt. I guess more relatable. Not that I'm in any way a party boy. <laughs> You're a party boy who likes to have lots of sex. But I guess, <laughs> yeah, I wish. But like, <laughs> I guess, like, I think maybe, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. I, I liked him. Uh, I thought either way, they were both very good at what they did, and it was a good film. So I watched that. I also watched um, the Netflix documentary Schumacher. Um, which what's that about? <laughs> <laughs> That's dinosaurs. about Michael Schumacher. It's about <laughs> dino- Extended about dinosaur cut. And I, I'm not a massive fan of Schumacher, so I didn't get much out of it. Um, I can't deny that he was incredible at what he did, but I'm not a fan, so I don't really know why you I You called him it. a cheating cunt the other week. He is a cheating cunt, and or was. I mean, he's still alive. Um, but uh, He's cheating they, Uno they, now. They really, <laughs> they really gloss over the fact that he was a cheating cunt. Probably like for the best, intentionally though, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I mean, I it was know. made by... He intentionally crashed into people and Everyone stuff like does that. that. What are you on about? Yeah, but I mean, intentionally... We had the very last race where you had someone being a little bit like... Ooh, that wasn't was intentional. It was yeah, a racing incident. Yeah, I know. Hamilton seems to think Verstappen did it on purpose. So. Yeah, and then Verstappen thinks that exactly. Hamilton did it on purpose. Yeah. So There's two sides to every coin. Yeah. I watched that. I've been watching The Simpsons because it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also... Uh, I've been, uh, you know, I've been watching books too. You're, ah, not the only one that, you're not the only one that can read. You can read. I can when did read. You learn. I've been taking uh, an intensive course. I've been going around and reading them too. That's yeah. very good of you, Matt. <laughs> thanks, Honestly, thanks, you're a really good friend. You're a I better do, friend than I could ever be. I, I do. I do appreciate that. And I'm like, Matt, another chapter, and you're like, No, it's time for bed. Time for bed, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um. I hope that Matt calls uh, pages <laughs> chapters. Yes. <laughs> this whole one page. That's this it. whole page. This whole chapter's done. I've spot the Oh, dog. this ch- this chapter's long, Matt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I finished off reading my um, oh, yeah, you're Hedge, Robin Hedge Knight comics. No, no, no. Let me okay. Finish. So I, fi- I, fin- I finished off reading them, and then once I finished them, I was going to start June, and then I got distracted. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> um. By and a then crow flying past the window, <laughs> <laughs> and then I decided, do you know what? I'm going to Maybe. spend some money on a bow and arrow or something <laughs> else weird. <laughs> I mean, I've already got that. So, so what I did was I um, I started reading 1984 by George Orwell. Sure, and great book. Really good, man. Like, book. I I know the rough elements of the story because I've seen the film, but there is just so much more in this. I know it's that sort of cliche mm. that. There is obviously more detail in a book than there is in the movie, but it's also I haven't seen it for a good like ten years, so mm. a lot of it's kind of forgotten, and I've only seen it once. So it's really interesting seeing how George Orwell thought um, things could go, because like it's and basically then they did. I mean. The idea, the idea around it, and I don't have to explain this to to anybody, but the idea around it is that communists took over because he he was a he was a, a socialist himself, uh, George Orwell, and he was going on about. I think it was his sort of distrust of 
communism after he saw what happened in Russia with Stalin. So that's basically what led to everything that happens in this book. And it's like there was a revolution, the communists took over, and then they become the party. And then it's how he sees everything going in the future under under that thing. And it's just really interesting. The Do way you know he that just... 1984 is the top most claimed to have read but not read books by people? Is it really? So really? I think that you're doing that right now. <laughs> Man, I could I could get my I can get my iPad and show you my <laughs> the, the app. Um but like it it's it's really interesting and I think you should all pretend to read it like I am. <laughs> I, I I've read it but I had there was a period where I hadn't read it and I had the book. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember this vividly. It was back in university. I had the book and I hadn't read it yet and someone I knew came in. He opened the book and he read the last two lines. What a piece of Why shit. Why would he do that? I don't know. And that's it's an like, insane... It, that, it's that's a, a sociopathic huge, thing to do. It's a huge giveaway as <laughs> yeah. well. Oh, man, don't... It's don't like, it's like basically summarizes the entire, like... Everything book. that's happened. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, cool. I've not read it yet, but thanks. And he was like, <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Uh, so, yeah, so I was basically... When I did eventually read it, I was basically reading it knowing how it ended and it was obviously oh, not as... so it annoying. Didn't, it didn't have that end because I also... I, I, don't, I don't think I'd watched a movie at that point and like, I just knew the references to it so I hadn't actually got to it. And then, yeah, mm. so I remember that quite vividly of this person taking this incredibly important piece of literature and just ruining oh, it before man. I got a chance to get into it. What a prick. It's making yeah. me It's making me really appreciate things that I already appreciated. Like, um, I'm not talking like existentially. I'm talking about like things that have obviously referenced it. So like... I love it's no secret that I love Bioshock and it's clear that they've took they've took a lot of stuff Second from the best bios. Like... Yeah, they've taken all the bios. <laughs> all the bios. No, no, it's, it's just Bioshock is second, Biodome yeah. is first. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, that's fair enough. But I think the thing is like, comedy. 1984 is such like uh, a significant part of culture that almost like anything that has any type of commentary on uh, like a dystopian or dictatorship feels like it's probably taken some form. It's, yeah. it's just it's that important it's, of a book. I think it's that's very why so many seminal people... to that whole thing. Yeah, yeah I think definitely. that's why so many people claim to have read it because they, to a certain extent, they probably have in some way read yeah. it through yeah, so but... much of the rest of society. Like, you know, you even got like films like Equilibrium, which is like incredibly based on. 1984 and so mm-hmm. much of its, yeah, yeah. its structure and style. Like so many movies, you feel like this is like this is just 1984. But... Yeah, 1984 is actually so seminal that real life is now paying homage to it. In, in yeah, which is pretty. It's just pretty interesting. Isn't it's it? like, that's it's why you see funny. it so much in like yeah, art, like articles of like news of like oh 1984 because mm-hmm. it's like as progressed like things yeah things are yeah looking more similar. I mean that's I mean the the fact that things topical. from this book <laughs> topical the fact that things the fact that things from this book have kind of transcended its reference in the book like mm. people will have heard the word orwellian without even bringing it back to george orwell or yeah they'll know they'll know of well big brother like you know the phrase big brother that comes yeah, from yeah. this book and like TV all show. of these things exactly but all of those but that always watches like the book like it, it I just think it's absolutely fantastic that it has influenced all of these different things in life. I'm okay. I'm quite late to the party. Well done, George. It was released. It was released in what? 1949. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, written in 1948. It was um. Yeah, 
it's it is an important book. I I don't think it is essential reading anymore because you live in it. <laughs> a, a bit of <laughs> Look that. Look out your window. You're in it. <laughs> a, a bit of that, and also like like you say, so many things have referenced it to the point you can probably digest most of the story through cultural references. Oh, yeah. definitely. But I think I think if you if you if you like me and you really like to find out where things originate from and, and where and it's understand, going. Yeah, and under and, un- and understand if you're looking where... to see what happens next on planet Earth, <laughs> yeah, and, and and kind of seeing how it's influenced things, then you you get a real kick out of it. It's really good. Um, it's a great and... uh, feel good book. Oh man, you've got to be in a good mood. That's for, <laughs> ruin that's your for sure. Mood. Yeah, you ruin your good mood, but you've got to be in a good mood to start off with. It's pretty bleak, but there's a beauty in the bleakness, though. Anyway, very deep jazz. After... I think after this, I want to read The Road. <laughs> oh, oh man. That is that is more bleak. That is yeah. somehow, I gave up yeah. on that, you know. That is somehow more bleak. I, I, re- I watched both of those movies in the same day, 1984 followed oh. by The Road. Uh, wow, what a happy day. And then Jen came home and I was just like, can we please watch a comedy? <laughs> <laughs> what you should have done is watched Hold me. 1984, Sister Act, and then... <laughs> and then <laughs> Sister Act Sandwich. Yeah. Or Biodome. Yeah, always stick Sandwich. a Biodome in the middle. <laughs> stick a Biodome in, regardless of what So Schindler's List, Biodome, Biodome. The Road. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, fantastic. And listening, oh, I've already listened to much, really. I've listened This to... was your question. Yeah, yeah you I know, fucking asked this. I, you yeah, I realised realized it as I'd said it. Um, I've been listening to New Order, Old Order. Old Order. Uh, Old Order, and I've been listening to... What's your favourite New Order song? Oh no! Now you put me on the spot. Either ceremony or touched by the hands of God. I really like Bizarre Love Triangle. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. They've got a, really song a song on the Blade soundtrack, haven't they? They're the what? I think it's New Order. Keep talking about you. No way. <laughs> and obviously, Blue Monday. But yeah, that's that a banger count. in True Faith. Oh yeah, that, I know that one. It's a great song. Both of those are great songs. Um, yeah, I've been listening to I've been listening to New Order and what else have I listened to? Absolutely I mean, peak listening here. There's there's things there's other things that I always listen to. Like me and you, we always listen to the Smiths. Yeah, we can't help it. We're idiots. Can't help it. Um, and things like At the Driving, like I, I just okay, can't yeah. stop listening to because Relationship of Command is a fucking masterpiece. You know, I never had a a good relationship with um, At the Driving. Oh, that's they were like they're cool, sad. and I can tell why they're interesting as a band. But like it was yeah. their the way they acted used to piss me off. Like telling telling people how to enjoy their music used to annoy oh, me. Oh yeah, like the, there's the famous thing from uh, Big Day Out in 2001 mm. when he walked up when they were meant to be playing for probably about half an hour. Yeah, and then Cedric walks off stage because people were slam dancing. People were like enjoying his music. Yeah, Fuck. I, yeah. He, he talks like they? he fucking he talks like he hates his fans, man. Yeah. Without fans, you wouldn't exist. It's really like, that really gets under my skin. But yeah. hey, I'm not an artist, so I don't know. But then again, then again, the two of them, like Cedric and Omar, who then went off to make um, the Mars Volta, they were both mad on heroin at the time, and you can tell. <laughs> can we start referring to heroin addicts as mad on heroin? <laughs> mad, mad on, on heroin. heroin. He's mad on heroin. Him. <laughs> 
because it was because they they didn't stop doing heroin until jim ward's brother jeremy died and then he died and then they were like hang on a minute it's pretty bad this stuff isn't it train spotting so is a stopped. movie about loads of people who are mad on heroin yeah it is they are mad on heroin i've it. heard it's very moorish <laughs> <laughs> and ronan's also... still googling things yeah well <laughs> what the... are you googling now <laughs> i'm trying to find this blade album that i had that i'm pretty sure i had like a new order track on it but Maybe it didn't. Maybe, I don't maybe think you just it assumed. did. Yeah, con- Confusion. Yeah, here it is. Okay, Confusion, okay. performed by New Order. So I don't think it was actually their song, but it was performed by them. But it's the um, it's the it's the it's the song that's playing in the club. No, that's not them, is it? Well, I'm looking at it. It's saying here. I don't pump, think it's Confusion it, it? pump panel reconstruction mix performed by New Order. No, because that that Blade song, I, 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 that's by some sort of dance. I know, obviously. I'm looking at it. I'm. I had the album. I'm looking at it right now. I also okay. Doubt that it's that's performed new by them, so it's not their song, but they performed it. Okay. 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 Um, it's like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Dis- I'm not. And I've clicked on the link, and it's going. New Order are an English rock band formed in 1980 by vocalist and guitarist Bernard Bernard Sumner. Sumner. Bernard Sumner. Bernard Sumner. Bernard Sumner. Bernard. So it's them. It's the Bernard. same band, and it's saying you quite can't see it because it's on reverse on the thing, but they're there. No, we can see it in. No, I, I can see it, but I don't think it's the song that you think it is. Yeah, it, that, it that's is. what that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's oh. almost certainly still on there, but I'm near certain. Pause the, the podcast so we can play it. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, everybody okay, at I'm home, gonna pause you're, it. you're not going to hear us for like five seconds. Two thousand years later. Right, welcome so anyway, back. So I don't know. I don't so, know what the, welcome back. I don't know what the deal is with like hey. where New Order ends and the song begin, but it. It's I think them, w- isn't what it? it is is a remixed song of theirs. So you, it, it's probably chopped up to all shit. Yeah, probably. but it's weird because the album says performed by, but then I guess they they performed the they original performed song. It, yeah, that there's then and then got been remixed. Up, yeah. And, I have but, to do a bit of future googling after this because I want to now find future out. Future googling. That's no, it's a not. Term. I'm, I'm, I'm not like gonna, googling. I'm not trying to like prove you wrong. I'm Hello, now everyone. Interested. Welcome back. No, we, yes, we proved you. that we were both wrong hey, and both right. Hey, it was sort of hey, a weird. Hey, I'm a man that can admit I was wrong, and Ronan, I was wrong, and I apologize. We were both wrong. That's fine. We were, we were both, both right and both wrong. It was like it's sort of a weird in the middle. You, they, they have a different song called Confusion that. Yep. Is and it's potentially been remixed, or maybe they reperformed it with the. I don't know. I was <laughs> correct about everything. <laughs> Carry on. So we also listened to oh, something yeah. else called The Poison, mm. and The Poison is a debut album by Welsh heavy metal oh, band. This was the first my Valentine. One. Yeah, it was, and it sounds like it as well. <laughs> the album was released on the third of October, no, 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 two thousand and five. So people say usually the first album for a band is their best because it's basically yeah. like it's nah. basically like they've been. They've been a band for a couple of years, and then they've been working on you know their best ten songs. I think that's um, it's usually the second album, which is the bad one. I think that's one of those rules that's untrue as as much as it's true. Like it, it's one yeah. of those yeah. things that, that like there's a lot of bands I can think of where the second album is best. Like Alexis on Fire's Watch Out. <laughs> <laughs> Nirvana's never mind. But there are. I think there's like a high. That's I think the second that's album. I think it's because Alexis are probably like <laughs> Alexis on Fire probably like a much better band of more longevity. I think most bands, like if you think about the entirety of all bands ever, most bands will maybe have one album and then they'll vanish off the face of the yeah, earth. Yeah, I kind of guess it depends when they get picked up, right? Like if they are new 
to to a scene and just explode. I guess yeah, if they were quite an old band, they've probably got like twenty, thirty songs. Yeah. But then it's even then though, the idea is that you pick for your first album, you pick your ten best songs. Well, you'd think. Um, yeah. But then I guess but, if you want to make a good album, you might have a bit of a variation. I don't know. Anyway, guys. But yeah, this this is the, I mean this is their first album and their second album is better. I even I listened to Bollocks. that as well. I mean, it's not much. No, of it, a... it 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 is it is better. It's quite a low but bar. I'll go I'll go into that. Yeah, so it's the fir- uh, f- the debut studio album for Welsh heavy metal band Bullet for My Valentine. The album was released on the third of October two thousand and five through Visible Noise Records in the UK, and on the fourteenth of February two thousand and six in the United States through Trust Kill Records. Ah, Trust Kill, classic. Trust Kill. The album included eleven and kill mm. and, and kill. kill. <laughs> the album included eleven new songs and two previously heard songs, which were included on a self-titled EP. Okay. Uh, it, it sold 1,600,000 copies worldwide. Well, somehow. Although I think I may have a copy of it upstairs. Their, list, their listening account on Spotify is still massive. Yeah, it's huge, man. Which God knows how. They're still, going, they're still going, and I don't understand, because, I mean, arguably, they were never very good, but... I don't know. This is the only thing I've ever heard by them. Oh, well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, Bullet For My Valentine were originally called Jeff Killed John. That's a fun fact, isn't it? I saw Jeff that um, Killed John. I think that's almost Jeff a better name. John. Yeah, that might actually be a better name. Uh, it's less emo. Yeah. And Amazon customer Haynes, the, like the manual, says, My Chemical Romance. But what did he... <laughs> that's his review. <laughs> yeah, that's his review. My I, Chemical I've, Romance. I have a Bullet For My Valentine album. <laughs> Basically, it goes on a huge tirade about how he thinks it's super generic and he hates it. But it's just it started off with My Chemical Romance. I think he got the wrong. I think he got the wrong band. But yeah. either way, it was well funny. Um, also, I think My Chemical Romance is pretty good. My mm. Chemical Romance are fantastic. They've yeah, got, yeah. They've, like, they've not got a bad album. Um, yeah. I don't like the later stuff, but that's more personal preference than their comment on enough. their skills. Yeah, um, I, I'm absolutely in love with. Um, I used to hate Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Yeah, me too. And I think uh, so, it was uh, the fans I hated. Yes, definitely. Three Chase of Sweet Revenge in, in a previous That's podcast. That's a fucking brilliant album. In a previous mm-hmm. podcast that I did without you guys. It was a, it was about Oh, music. here we go. Another fucking show off. <laughs> I got I got very I got very drunk and defended that album to the hills and went on about how it was the best album I'd ever heard. Uh, and that just simply isn't true. Yeah, no, um, but it is a very good album. I, I fucking love it and I will defend it. I think till I till I go blue in the face. However, it is not the greatest album that's ever been created. I think like I there, said, it was. There is no way to determine the best album you've ever heard because your mood changes so much. Yeah, it's almost like what is your yeah. what is the best movie? It's like wow. Yeah, oh, it different depends, days, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it depends. Empire Strikes it Back. Depends. Or <laughs> I mean, that Return would be the that's Jedi. the easy choice because <laughs> it's like the one that's been the most consistent best movie. So well, I my, like no, that. my favorite Star Wars film is Return of the Jedi. Yeah, because again, that's got great. I like, I could also switch to that. Yeah, I guess Empire probably overall, overall my over my life, Empire Strikes Back has probably been the most consistently my favorite. So mm, if yes. someone asked me, I would say that one. But I could go either way over quite a few of them, to be honest. Cool. Right. So music. <laughs> eh? Anyway, music. We should probably so, talk about this album that Gaz picked. Why did you pick it, Gaz? Right. So I used to quite like Bullet for My Valentine. Why are you taking your top my... off, Gaz? 
<laughs> I'm just showing you my tattoo. <laughs> my I've forgotten his name. I've forgotten the I've forgotten the front man's name. Matt something or Stefan. Oh, I'm gonna have to get Stefan Wolf. I'm gonna have Stefan Wolf. Um Hang on, I'm gonna have to get there. I think because I've I've completely the Welsh, forgotten they? their names. They are Welsh. Yeah. Matt Jones and it is Matt Jones. <laughs> uh, Matt Tuck, Matthew Tuck, is his name. Um, yeah, it's his face. I felt like a command. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, like I I really quite liked them. So the the poison came out for me at the right time when I really started to get into music. Not through these. But like, <laughs> I didn't really. I wasn't really that into music until really? I went. Yeah, until I went into college, and there was one. There was one defining point in my life, and I know it sounds like really dramatic to say so, but um, where one Christmas, I I was either going to get a Nintendo Wii or a bass guitar. Mm-hmm. I got the bass guitar, and I've got never it. looked back. you could have been playing Wii bowling you idiot i could i could have done i could have been playing Wii music instead of like actual music i do suppose i i suppose we start us off with i have absolutely zero musical knowledge or skill but you two neither do i (laughs) (laughs) debatable but you two have both been in bands and can play an instrument uh, or multiple instruments. Probably so, not anymore, mate. It's yeah, been a while yeah, for I mean, me. It's been a while for you, isn't it? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. guitar and bass, you've both dabbled with yes. at various points and yeah. have been in bands that have performed in locations where I've definitely forgotten forg- correct. more about playing bass than I remember. No. Yeah. 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 It, it, it just, it's no like riding skills, a bike, so man. I imagine it's if like I picked it up and had a, an hour, I'd be all right. I, I remember yeah. my yeah. stuff. Yeah. Whereas I yeah. have absolutely zero musical skill knowledge, so you can probably ignore every opinion I have because I don't. No, know. everybody's opinions are that valid. Anyway. <laughs> everybody's <Fuck> everybody's, <laughs> everybody's opinions are valid. It's just whether or not I take it seriously. No, but it's, it's important context because okay. if I go, the music's like doesn't drum enough, you'll be like, what? <laughs> doesn't drum enough? Doesn't drum enough? Put your he Amazon review not. on right now. He does One not star drum doesn't enough. drum enough. Ooh, to be honest, actually, this this album has got a lot of drums and it's got a lot of whittly, 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 whittly. The drums are the best bit. <laughs> yeah, in my Padge, opinion. Padge, you don't drum enough. Oh no, Padge was the guitarist. Oh, so he no. doesn't drum enough. You're right. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No, Maybe now... they should they should be more like Slipknot, who have like three or four varying forms <laughs> of drummer. Yeah, Moose Moose was no, the drummer. Sorry, like Moose. Slipknot. Moose was the drummer. He doesn't. Dr- you don't drum enough. His moose. name is Moose. <laughs> yeah, Michael. Our moose was the drummer. Michael <laughs> Moose yeah, Thomas. Work, moose. Moose. If, if I had to compliment anything on this album, the drums were quite interesting. They were, uh, yeah. I guess if I was, you know, like so. Yeah. Or okay. To kind of go back to what I was saying. So yeah. yeah I, then I, I. That was the. That was the big crux of of my life. Did a little orgasm there. Sorry. it was well it was a good story so that was and i was in college i finished school 2005 so i was in college from 2005 to 2007 Mm -hmm. um which is when which is when this came out Mm -hmm. uh i'm not saying that this was like a big influence on me because it wasn't but i was a bit i did genuinely really like them i i went to for their second album which is called scream aim fire we were in college then by the way ronin 2004 to 2007 yeah, I remember. Really? I, I I went actually, back. Uh, uh, the tear tears 
Tears Don't Fall. Yeah, that's one. Tears Don't Fall, I actually remember a lot back then. Okay. Yeah. It would have been on Kerrang! all the time. Yeah. I'd already and it still staunchly is. formed my musical opinions by then. So I was That's like, fair. Basically, Bad Religion. And yeah, I was really into punk. Then. Rise punk, Against. Yeah. Not Rise yeah. Against, but close. <laughs> it's more punk them. than other stuff. But like, yeah, so when Scream Aim Fire came out, I remember going to um, Woolworths and buying it. Uh, I've got that upstairs. Yeah, I got it. I've got it upstairs. And, and I had a... Um, I've still got this actually upstairs as well. I was thought about digging it out before before this, but I thought no, I don't think I want to. Which is like a live performance of on DVD for okay. my Valentine. Um, and then I, I sold thought, all my CDs to Music Magpie when I moved to uni. Yeah, that's I've fair got enough. I just had zero to get CDs. Yeah, like I'm I've I've been thinking about doing the same thing because mm. I, I don't even I don't know if they'd accept them now. <laughs> you could get a hot twenty p for that album exactly probably not even that if if they don't if they accept it it will probably be a penny for most albums now. hey weirdly enough like when i was buying watch out i was on amazon and there's a music magpie option for all these cds and i got that for like a quid yeah man yeah yeah so you, you can get like dvds and cds and like like standard dvds you can get for like super duper cheap now mm, yeah. so if you're like desperate to watch a movie you can sometimes just get a DVD for like literally like fifty p. Like sometimes yeah. the postage is more than the DVD. Yeah, I've I've noticed that with Music Magpie. I've done that with uh, Blu-rays. Some of them are yeah. absolutely dirt cheap on there. If the Blu-ray is cheaper than it is to rent it, I might get that because then I can always maybe sell it for an extra quid. Yeah, yeah, and you can get you get something at the end of it. Ronan Movie Flipper. That's me. <laughs> To be honest, I, I probably should. I don't. I keep them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like so. I was I was really into this when I was when I was a lot younger, but I hadn't listened to it in mm-hmm. in full for a long time. So like every now and again, I'll dive back, and there's only really one song that I will ever go back to from this album, which is "Tears Don't Fall." Funnily enough, can I let but, you in on a secret? You hate it. I don't you? know when abouts in this album I fell asleep. <laughs> That's fair. Enough. That is fair. Enough. I woke up with the last two tracks playing. That's absolutely understandable because, like, one of the things that we were going to do was like we were all saying to each other in our chat, like, "Yeah, let's let's do notes for every song." And then I got four songs in, and I was just like, I "Exactly can't keep the same place notes. when well, I stopped writing notes." Like, I can't, I can't keep taking notes for songs that sound exactly the same. Right. Well, the conversation we talked about taking notes was because I posted a screen grab of one of my notes. And the reason why I started taking notes was because I've listened to this album three times now. Oh, wow. Okay. You're a super fan over there. The first two times, I completely zoned out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's easy to do. And just didn't pay attention. I was like, right, if I'm going to join this conversation as someone who doesn't know music or is not particularly well versed in... uh, Music. Bands. Bands. <laughs> I'm going to do this properly. So I thought, right, I'm going to listen to each song individually with the lyrics up. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. So I, had the, I had the song playing, I had the lyrics up and I had the notes. And I was going for it all. And the bass, I thought, this is a good way for me to judge the album per song. Uh, and to be honest, I mostly got the exact same out of it, where it's, it's all more or less similar songs Talking about the same subjects, yeah. Breakups, breakups, breakups and girls, emotion, yep. like emotions with a relationship. We've had an argument. Oh, I'm sad because you've cheated <laughs> on me, or it's basically just I'm the sorry, same Ron. things over and over. <laughs> uh, 
that I think if you're not listening to it, it's like good heavy metal wallpaper of like, <laughs> I've got heavy metal in the background. And yeah. it's fine. It's like, fine. If you're not listening to it, it's like, it's just in the background. It's yeah. just like, just, just, I've got some heavy metal on because I it, like it is, It's inoffensive. It's a really, really played out stereotype to be like, oh, all yeah. that music sounds the same. But on this album, all the songs sound all the same. It yeah, and it's I know, so it even really like, does. It really does. I was like, have I just like not listened to heavy metal? Because I used to listen. That's to why it I a can't lot. place where I stopped listening. I can't yeah. place it because they were all the same song. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I don't want to say like it all sounds the same because I feel like I feel like the person I used to hate when I was younger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, this is what I was thinking. It's all just shouting. It's like, that it's all not, sounds it's great music. <laughs> but it does this fucking album. But it yeah, really, it yeah, it does. really does. Because do I think it also, because they do have a lot of the same, like, when I was saying that you, they got the drums, but then they've also got that, that, that it's, it's like a Marvel yeah, yeah, yeah. formula, isn't it? Like, it's like the same yeah, sort of, yeah. every guitar riff is that same sort of, do you want to know my last yeah. note? It's gone. Ooh, you've got a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's like it's all quite the same things, and then like the same sort of variation in his voice of where he'll go from like sort of singing it to screaming Shame, it, and yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Like, and it's, it's, all, it's, it's 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 all the same because like Alexis on Fire we were talking about earlier, where it's, it, they've got two singers and then mm. they alternate really well between them. Like some songs yeah. are all one of them. Mm. And another song is all mostly the other guy, but then also they 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 find ways to accentuate each other. Well, whereas this yeah. it seems like every occasional word is yeah. Alex on fire is far more complimentary with that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, like Wade and um, Dallas yeah. Green's voice is really complimentary. In fact, I no, forgot, Wade, Wade is I the forgot, third I, singer. Oh, that's it. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember what I was just about to say. I can't remember what the proper singer's called. I think it might be Alex. I can't remember. It's been a while. Is he on fire? Oh, well, that's a good point. I am just thinking about <laughs> Anna. Um. But like all three of their voices really complement each other. They've all got a distinct sound, and yeah. when it's together, it it's sounds George great. Petit. Right. So he he's does most of the screaming. Yeah, and, he's the shouty boy. And then you've got Dallas Green, who's a singy boy. And then, and then you've Wade got Wade is like Wade, accented. who does both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he 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 does. He's the like harmonies. the backing singer. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He does harmonies, but then he'll also do like screaming harmonies i guess he also weirdly joined gallows yeah and he which, was a canadian have you heard dude. any of it no yeah right so <laughs> i used to <laughs> i i loved the gallows they were great frank yeah me too uh, frank carter sick um and i saw i actually saw him on one of their last gigs which is at, um at sonosphere one year and it was when frank was sodding off to go make pure love which is also mint um, not a fan oh, i loved it one of the best gigs I've ever been to. Fucking incredible. Anyway, but that's a different story for a different time. Um, and I and I listened to, and I was thinking, right, is it gonna be any good? And is it the same? Nah. But it's fucking mint. Like his voice. Do you know what's a bit weird though? Th- that he's yeah. massive and they're all really small. <laughs> no, Gallo's songs are commonly about like <laughs> being the from grit London. of living in Britain <laughs> yeah. and how how London drags them down and he's a Canadian man singing about it and he's you know <laughs> he didn't have those experiences so it really puts me off. <laughs> oh man, but it like the thing is right. So one one thing for me, I never ever you know like when people go on about like A level lyrics and like A level you know like that sort of thing talking about like the lyrical stylings of somebody. Like, I don't tend to listen to lyrics. I, oh, this is gonna sound, I, I really this, focus in on lyrics. That's, see, this that's is going to... Bear with me, because this is going to sound wanky as fuck. And I... Everything you just, say sounds just, like this. But, <laughs> but this is like... 
I know for a fact that I'm sounding wanky right now. So like I don't I don't listen to the lyrics. I hear the vocals as like another melody. So I yeah, yeah. I I'm hear kind it as of though, guys. I'm yeah, sort of, I'm right. sort of in between that, you two, I think. That's literally Kurt Cobain's theory on music. He didn't that's why Nirvana lyrics are all over the place. He yeah, he treated sense. lyrics as another melody. Yeah, which I think is the I think it's the right way to go. Yeah, I think I, it no, on I love the, a good lyric. I just I do, do think it yeah. depends on the um the song and the artist, but I do sometimes find that like I will know a song, but if you ask me the words, I'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like literally, there's there are songs I've listened to hundreds and hundreds of times that if you're yeah. like, uh, name some of your favorite lyrics, I'm like, I don't know. What? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> it's baffling <laughs> to me the, the way chorus, maybe some some <laughs> days in life you'll forget to like tie your shoelace, but you yeah. like you can just like start singing a song. Oh man, like without like. I- I ask trying me, to remember. Ask me something to do with employment law. I, I work in HR, so ask me something to do with employment Show law. Off. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> I'll, I'll forget. It's true, I do. Um, that, boring, I and I'll forget. Like I'll, I'll fully forget. It is boring, but I, I fully forget. But then I can recite almost every single lyric from Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge yeah, it's by weird, Michael McGraw. Like, like it's just stuck. It's what, just stuck the up there. The weird point of, of it is, it doesn't take an effort to recall singing along to a song because the 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 melody to the song does it for you. Yeah, like it, it's sense memory, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost muscle memory, mm. but, yeah. but for Senses. lyrics about about senses. I also do feel like, like <laughs> with like a lot of like if, if, like Michael McCormick's for instance, I would probably know a lot of the words for yeah. those songs, but it's like some bands are, yeah. is like I have no, I have no idea. <laughs> like yeah. even like something like Queen as well, I would know. Like like Bohemian Rhapsody, I think I'm pretty sure I know every single word in that song. But then there yeah. are some songs that I've listened to just as much that it's like, don't know, sorry. <laughs> I fucking clue. hate Queen. I don't. I know I, you. I do. can't really tell you why. Oh, I love them. I think it's because it's, like, it's this like weird like British institution where you're like, you got to like Queen. Which, <laughs> that instantly makes me not like something. <laughs> if someone's you know trying what? to tell me I have to <laughs> like it, I'm like, fuck off. It is definitely, it's one of those things that old men would force on our, our, yeah, our generation. Yeah, and I think like, it happened yeah, and I was like, no Lots thanks, lads. Like, I, Man, I have the I'll exact find same feeling. Way. I have the exact same feeling about Oasis. Because I remember yeah. once me saying that I'm not massively on, massively into Oasis. And then somebody said to me, well, you can't be from Manchester. And I was like, mm, I am. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're not, you're like, from Cheshire. <laughs> no, we've, we've already, we've been yes. through this. Nah, you're always we've a been, fake. We've been through this. <laughs> Plastic man. <laughs> I'm I actually saying I grew up in first, the fucking hood, but like. <laughs> I listened to my first ever Oasis album all the way through, not too recently. Right. I'd never listened to an old album. I just. I any, have you know, never listened to How was that for you? It was pretty good. Like, yeah. uh, this far removed from them being like twats all the time yeah like at this yeah. point where it's like i can just like basically remove the music from how much i don't like oasis yes fair enough it's a and also that fandom of like all do you remember the, the whole them versus blur sort yeah of business. yeah I was yeah, gonna say. yeah yeah the, the brit part i think thing. i do Blur's prefer better. blur you know yeah I, yeah <laughs> blur is better i would rather mm. listen to blur any day but like but far removed from all that stuff it was pretty good it was fine i right. enjoyed it oasis have got a good greatest hits because they've got some really anthemic songs that yeah real piss, sing-along things like yeah when you're pissed you'll just sing along to it and they are and they're oh, good right. for that great and that, and that, music yeah really really good but for me they just 
lie flat when it comes to like their albums are just boring the, yeah the i feel like they say filler. nothing to me about about yeah. what i've experienced in my life yeah that that was almost a smith lyric there <laughs> well, it really was wasn't it yeah what? hang the blessed dj because the music that they constantly play gallagher <laughs> but although right honestly ronan if you yeah. i know or and matt as well follow liam gallagher on twitter he's no. absolutely fantastic value no he's hilarious on no. twitter yeah but he's hilarious he in just... that way that's like he's not like he's not a good person and it's like no. hilarious and like sort of like this guy's so shitty isn't this so funny and i was just like i don't want to have that vibe in my life no because it's, it's not it's not like that actually he's like it's the mad thing is right i always thought that noel gallagher was the more sensible brother mm. <laughs> and in many ways he is but there was one thing like he was he came out and was going on about how covid is bullshit and he's never going to wear a mask and all this sort of stuff which one and then uh noel okay and then and then liam gallagher was just like oh yeah kids stop being a dickhead and like all <laughs> sorts of stuff and like you just reading it you're just like oh he's just dead funny like he just he, he he usually starts his tweets by going on about he just says bumbaclar all the time and i, I don't know i find that hilarious that i think he's like having a, i think he's having a hilarious. breakdown i think he's having a breakdown and i'm just like and i'm just sat here like, like paulie wow, shaw this is fun yeah yeah <laughs> not quite as bad as paulie shaw <laughs> we he, won't go into that this week <laughs> that that five minute workout that was two minutes and 50 seconds <laughs> <laughs> just watch it twice <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was funny um but yeah like you know, to go into this album a bit, I don't even think we can really talk much about it. I know we've written all of our lovely. Oh, notes, I have nothing but, to say. But it is just if if you like um, a generic chugging noise, and you like a pound shop version of Metallica, then you might like this album. Yeah, it I was mean, so boring. Yeah, it really was. Like I like Tears Don't Fall. Like yeah, genuinely, I thought I don't that was, even know. I think that's a good song. If, I think, yeah, but they all—they're all the same song. So how can you? I mean, like think Tears Out for. I, I feel <laughs> like it's probably the strongest song on the album. It's probably why it was the big single that. Yeah. Everyone's heard, but for me, I'm not really sure where like good song ends and nostalgia of just college time. What numbers yeah, Tears Don't Fall? Four. Four. Yeah. Okay. That was where I wrote, "Ooh, you've got a guitar." Because <laughs> <laughs> that's had that's had over two hundred and nine million streams on Spotify. Big numbers, like, that's, that mate. That's in, that is insane. And like you look at, it's probably on a album. bunch of playlists. Oh, it will be. But then you look at all the others on the album, and they're all like 30, 40 million. It's like mm-hmm. hardly anybody is listening to this album in full. Yeah. And I, I know I know that's like a lot about how good on them digest yeah well yeah but it's, it's also the kind of thing of how we all digest music now everything's in playlists and we never yeah, listen yeah. to albums we never listen to albums anymore which is a shame no yeah I, like, I get what you mean like like i was saying with watch out like the reason i like that album so much is the way it's sewn together but i i yeah. am a serial i'll just listen to i make playlists and i just listen to that yeah yeah it's how we all digest music now mm. like I as a whole it. i'm an album dude myself I mean, I do like to listen to an album, but you know, it. I think when I when I want to just sit and listen to music, I will put my um, record player on because I've I've got specific oh. albums that I want to listen to. Is this the boasty episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I when I want to spin a record, oh, um, like I listen, I listen to that because then I'll then I'll dedicate the time to it. I'll just sit there and just listen to music. But if I'm putting it on in the background or you know i'm working or whatever then a lot of the time it'll be, it'll be a playlist when i'm working or <laughs> uh, well when i'm sat at my desk 
I'll I'll have I'll have music on. I do um, a, a bit. I do a bit of both. When I I'll put a playlist on when I'm painting or something. But oh, a, yeah. a lot of the time I'm listening to podcasts. Actually, there are no other podcasts, so I'm listening to this podcast. Yeah, there's or, there's no other there's podcast. no other podcast. Remember, trench. or yeah. I um I listen to an audio book because I don't get time oh, yeah. to just read anymore. Yeah, like when I go you know to what? bed, I I need to go to fucking sleep. Yeah, so I, I, audio books are the way I, I get through my books. So I I um I've I've been on the audio book hype. So I I I re- <laughs> on that recently recently I've been on, on the, the train. Meep, meep, meep. Audiobook meep, time. Meep. So I because I'm like mildly obsessed with like three bands from Manchester, um, The Smiths, obviously. Oh, uh, yes. Joy Division and New Order, like I, they are like three things that I just. They're my three favorite between Manchester bands. They are the best bands from Manchester. I agree. Me um, and Gaz have agreed on something. I that makes me really wow, happy. This Matt. is significant. Turns <laughs> out, base, it's over. It turns <laughs> out it. that all it was is was just music. We just had to talk about music, yeah. and then it was fine. Um, but because I'm like kind of in that sort of weird obsession, I found. The, all right, what order did it go in? What. Like if you had to put oh, them in three. three. Oh, stop it! This, it this is, this is going to disrupt it. Because it depends. It depends on the day. It's. Smiths. I would have thought you would have said Smiths. You've always talked about the Smiths. It's Smiths, yeah, Joy yeah. Division, New Order. That is the that was kind of the way I was going, but but Joy Division will sometimes overtake the Smiths. Well, it's Smiths, Joy Division, New Order. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Joy Division have only got two albums, and I think that's one of the best things about them because they didn't have chance to go shit. Yeah. Um, and then if you listen to New Order's first album, Movement, you can hear the Joy Division influence because they didn't know what yes. to do. And, and some of the, yeah. Is and that the one first... that Elgiers are? That what song? Is it Elgier? The song. Hang on, I'd have to, I'd have to get it up. A lot of the time, I'm... It's, it's an instrumental one. Hang on, because a lot of the time, like I'm really bad with song titles. Because a lot of the time, I'm driving while I'm listening to it, or like I said, I'm working. So, um, unless it was one of the ones that I listened to uh, religiously when I was in college. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm bad with song titles these days because I'm usually not staring at a track list. It's off an album called Low Life. Oh, that's a lot later. Okay. Life. That's a fucking banging song, though. Yeah. It's yeah. got. It's very Joy Division. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Um, ah, where are you going? You've all, I've lost you both. Lost I'm, you here. I'm here. I was tra- I was tra- I'm here. I was trying here. to find you. Um, but no, I, I, I very much like Joy Division. When I saw New Order, Old Order a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> I, I practically... I love the fact we call them Old Order now. <laughs> I practically like had a wank because I saw... Um, Half of Joy Division play some Joy Division songs, and what did they play? Could uh, Love Will Tear Us Apart? They ended of course with that. they did. Yeah, transmission who's singing for them. Uh, Bernard Sumner, who's the who was the guitarist of um, Joy Division? Yeah, right. and he's the he's the front man of New, New Order. Order, Old Order. Um, right. Yeah, they played. Did they transmission, or have they yeah. got a bit croaky with age? I thought because they've never Jen, been still alive, have they? Like, they used it apparently. Well, well, I was reading. Well, reading. I was listening to um, uh, Peter Hook's autobiography. Well, all three of them. I've got all three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, How many lives can li- one man lead? Well, he's got one that's about the hacienda called "How Not to Run a Club," which is pretty funny. It's good. It's good to listen to. It's not that long. 
uh, he's got one about his time in Joy Division and then one mm. about his time in New Order. Um, and I've just finished the, the one. It's called Substance, which is the one about him being in New Order. And like, I've forgotten what point I was making. I was just saying about. that they <laughs> they haven't ever been like a stellar live band. Ah, yes, that's it. But in that, he does actually say that they it, it was like a flip of a coin. Some nights mm. they would be absolutely fantastic. Okay. Some nights they would just be shit. And it based on, I mean, him and Bernard Sumner do not like each other. Oh, really? And it is, oh, yeah. Like, they, considering it, it got me really upset. Like, it was really weird. I'm sat <laughs> in my car just like, oh, my God, this is so upsetting. But, like, since they were school friends and they, they grew up together and then they went, they both went to the, the lesser free trade hall to go and see the, um, to go in Manchester to go and see what they called that band Oasis band. they went to go and see Oasis <laughs> shit what are they called Sex Pistols the, Sex the Pistols yeah. yeah Jesus and then from seeing the Sex Pistols they were like shit man we need to start a band they started Joy Division <laughs> if these pricks can do it <laughs> basically that's what they said yeah. that is like the whole punk theory man yeah <laughs> every if, punk if these... band started like that they were like, like they if, can fucking these... do it and it doesn't look that hard <laughs> And then, and then, obviously, they've they've been through so much of life together. And then, when it gets to the end, and they just can't stand being in the same room as one another, like I don't know, man. That I think that's really this is sad. why we record in different rooms. Yes, yeah. so then we can actually be around each other. Um, but that that's the interesting thing. Oh man, I, I I'm gonna have to stop soon because I could talk about a lot of this. Stuff it's fine. Like, like we forever. we decide how long this fucking podcast is. Fair enough. But like that's oh, what I really like. That's what I really like about post punk. Which is yeah, what Joy Division is kind of classed as, cause... which I like to call pump. <laughs> <laughs> I like to call it punk. <laughs> yeah, yes, punk. That's what I like about punk. Because like, <laughs> there is only one musical um, note, sort of thick. There's only one musical note. <laughs> D. <laughs> there is only one. <laughs> Commence the note. <laughs> There's only one trend that I'm gutted that I missed out on, and it was being around when punk when punk first came about. Because how incredible would that have been when all you had before was like rock and roll, and it's the same it's the same when rock and roll came about when all you had was like some mad music. It's something that absolutely changes the zeitgeist of everything that comes after it. Like seeing because at the time the reason why punk like came about was because you had all bands like Deep Purple and yeah. All these sort of psychedelic, weird, wanky bands. Yeah, yeah that were really not speaking to a, a generation of youths who felt like they were not catered for. Yeah, because they like were those weird, wanky bands, though. <laughs> yeah, me too. But <laughs> like, they were all posh kids from the south, and then you also. But there was loads of like Bloody all had a, southerners that had that had loads of money. I could, could say afford, that I'm a southerner <laughs> that can afford to pay for like all the recording time mm. and then you had all of these working class people that couldn't afford it so then they decided they couldn't even oh, afford the it. proper equipment they had to yeah, like yeah exactly yeah. And what's like, your opinion on the moody blues i've never listened I, to i've never listened to them either oh mate days of futures past is my favorite album of all time is it what mm, what okay. what style of music are the moody blues it's, it's it's like psychedelic sort of. I mean, saying that this this that album it's like a con, it's a concept album of like with lots of sort of orchestral stuff going on it. Mm. You've probably heard of the, the, or at least the hook of Nights in White Satin. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh no, no, I've heard Nights in White Satin. Yeah, I know that well, song. Basically, the album has got that sort of that that melody throughout most mm. of it, 
and then it sort of drifts into all these other different songs but it's 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 that sort of okay like i'm starting to think that i know a lot more moody blues than i think i do <laughs> like i i i wouldn't even hazard to to guess but i've just got it up on spotify so i'll, I'll give that a it's spin a prog tomorrow. rock the, the prog rock aren't they yeah 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 right i'm going for a way you keep talking <laughs> i'm sure it'll be fine but yeah that's one of my favorite albums well, ever ever i love it wow what what would what else would you consider so like obviously there's been a lot of like me and matt wanking over um some like post hardcore or whatever so what kind of stuff do you sort of listen to on the on a regular basis do you have do you have a genre that you kind of go back to or like I'd like to say that I'd like to think that my music is quite eclectic, or is it like are you like me and you listen to a bit of everything? Or... Yeah, I'd say I'm probably a bit like that. I will switch and I can go for all sorts. Like mm. I said, like like that's one of my favorite albums of all time because I like the it's like a, it's like a journey. The whole album feels like this huge journey going on. But yeah. I also really love like the 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 Beatles. Ah oh, um, man, I've been listening to the Beatles recently. Love the Beatles, and yeah. then uh, but I'll also go around like prince is one that i will deep dive into occasionally like, every, like love probably, prince probably once a year i will watch like i watch why well, I, <laughs> I will watch uh like good concerts of him but yeah, like man, i will get sure. into that uh, but then i will also i'll slum it with a bit of new metal occasionally i'll just oh, go no. back to like limp biscuit yeah like, but that's the time when we were in college right exactly yeah. it'll make me feel good but i do like i do still go back to limp biscuit new metal yeah. met, like i was just before new metal in when I, I really like solidified my, my, my proper music taste and then skipped it when post hardcore came out because I, f I felt like I, oh, I touched, yeah. I, it touched me more. It touched <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> but like when you? I heard Glassjaw, I was like, oh, oh Glassjaw. I fucking oh. hate, I hated corn and stuff. Like I just didn't vibe yeah. with it. It just didn't, didn't hit me. And I think it was, um, I don't know. Like I, I want to say I felt like it was cheesy. But it I, might be because uh, I, yeah, I, I think it so. harked back to core metal, which growing up yes. as a kid who was just into punk and grunge, metal yeah. was like the enemy. It was it was like that's <laughs> yeah. for old people, and it talks about stupid shit. And then new well, metal came around, and it started doing it again. And I was like, uh, I'm not into this. But then post hardcore came around, and it was more punk. Well, especially with you being more into like punk stuff, because I guess like especially new metal was like the the capitalist sort of popular. It, yeah. This is the yeah. marketable version that's on it MTV all the MTV, time. It was very MTV, yeah. Yeah, whereas ah, but you then weren't again, into that stuff. Some some of the some of the post hardcore stuff kind of went that. Well, way. Uh, yeah, it's it's a bridge yeah. for sure. Yeah, because like even though I think it's an absolute masterpiece, but Relationship of Command by At the Driving yeah. was a huge commercial success to the point that. <laughs> That two members of that band then started to hate it and decided to go and make their own oh, mad pro rock band. I wonder what two members that is. <laughs> oh, it might be Cedric Bixler Zavala <laughs> and uh, the you uh, can't enjoy my music the way you want to enjoy yeah. my music. <laughs> and then Omar Rodriguez Lopez. Yeah. Oh, the, he's an asshole. I hear uh, a band that I feel like I feels like sort of balances both those sort of uh new metal and then post hardcore stuff like someone like deftones which is like it's oh, yeah like, they're transcendent oh. one, one white pony is a fucking masterpiece so good and they, should be taught like in they, schools. they feel like they could be in that era of like new metal but also they have got the yeah. appeal and that that style of like post hardcore and they're, they're so just good far more artistic i think they, yeah. they've got like um the crunchy horrible guitar of a, a new metal track but it's all yeah really interposed with like 
interposed with interposed <laughs> i'm making up words but like with, like um, like esoteric sounds and and, and yeah feedback super atmospheric and, yeah yeah i and yeah. unique to them as well. Like you, you, yeah. you listen to a Deftones for like a second, and you're like, that's a Deftones song. Oh, yeah. mate. As soon as you hear Chino's voice, you're just like, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I get it. But like, Drive one of the things Far that I love, Away is uh, like, yeah. that's like a, a summer song for me. Or even like the, the, <sighs> the one of the, I mean, it's not that new now, but like one of the newer albums from when they were like really popular, like uh, Diamond Eyes. Yeah. Diamond yeah. Eyes is fucking sick. Such yeah. a good album. You've seen The Butcher so has like an insane riff. Oh, it's so good. Such a good album. Absolutely man. filthy. I love mm. it. Like <laughs> so like with um White Pony, like one of the things that I quite I find really funny is like they wrote um uh what's it called? Back to school. Yeah, yeah. Like basically like they they were told by the record label cuz cuz that cuz that had like a really long like they were just basically given heaps of money. Yeah. And and were told like make it how you want to make it. So they did. So they took their time and made, well, a masterpiece. But they were told also by the recording company to, oh my God, we need a we need a big catchy single. You mm. need to write a catchy single. So then they took Pink Maggot and made it faster. And just to prove a point, they made like Back to School just to say like, look at how fucking easy it is to make a song yeah. radio friendly. Back to School it's still is really very good. Nirvana <laughs> as well, I, I always think. Yeah. yeah, it's got the same kind of hooks. I love it. It's a real ah oh, man, good band. Love the Deftones. Yeah, really good band. And Glassjaw saw mm-hmm. them a couple of years ago, and because I, I never thought I'd see them, because I thought I, I'm, this is never going to happen. For I me was again. really gutted. Like three or four years ago, Glassjaw and Thrice toured together, and they played Manchester. Yeah. And I just at the time I was, I think I was a, in a bit of a shit mood or a shit place, and I just didn't go because I just like oh. I thought fuck it. Yeah. That was a big was miss it- for me. That was is it a huge, they, that's for was, you. Thrice is like oh mate, they were like, they're like two identity. of my favorite bands. <laughs> was it was it when they supported Coed in Cambria by any chance? No, I think it was just them. It was just those oh, two right. doing the show. Yeah, because because I I saw them when they supported Coed in Cambria. Saying that and though, that was a really good gig actually. I'm not that into live music. Ah, oh. I don't really like live albums. I I always Fair. think like if they're gonna make an album, they're gonna make it the way they want it to be listened to. And yeah. I'm not I'm not too asked about going to a gig. Fair enough. Like, yeah, I, I, I feel yeah. like I feel like that's me. I feel the same. I definitely, when I li- think back on the times I've seen people live, I'm like, mm. that was really good. But yeah. yeah, I don't feel that drive. No, I feel like the only band at the moment I think I would I would definitely go see is Enter Shikari. Oh really? They're good. They're really good live. And because well. that's because I've seen them before, yeah. and they were really good. And I would love to see them again. Because I also think Never a lot of their songs are. There's a vibe oh, to them that I think a lot of their really songs good. are very like anthem based of like let's get if you have a whole room full of people with these songs playing that I would love mm. to be in that yeah that situation. Yeah. But most other bands I would probably be just as chill listening to. But then also I feel like if I was in a room listening to a live band, I'd probably change my mind. I'd be like, Oh no, I'm glad I'm here because this is sick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well there is that, but like yeah, I don't I don't actively want to go and do it. I don't yeah. I, don't I don't look, look up to I don't look for stuff. gigs, yeah. Yeah. So. I always I always forget about it and people tend to either buy me tickets or just go, Hey, do you want to come to this? And I'm like, Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, going outside. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the thing. But like I realized a long time ago that I prefer to be on believe it or not, I prefer to be on the stage than What? No. Yeah, shock yeah, horror. Yeah, Gaz likes yeah, being it, looked at. Believe <laughs> it or not, I, I uh I preferred being on the stage. Um but like I don't know, like 
I've I've been. I hated that. You know, and you've did you? Yeah. You've played it. Download as well, guys. Our I first, have. our first ever gig. I played facing away from the crowd. Really, <laughs> yeah. Johnny Cash style. I just looked at the amp. I was like, "Fuck it, I can't look at him." <laughs> Jim Morrison. So you do that, and then like Gaz is playing at download, getting everyone to chant his name. Yeah. I, whoa, 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 whoa. No. I didn't get people to do that. That is just something that happened. <laughs> that just more. How do they know your name? I just uh, find it. A lot of the, a lot of them were Mike's friends. <laughs> I just find so. the idea of people like coming to look at me really cringy for me. Fair enough. I don't know why. I can't explain it. It just nothing about it appeals. That's why I hate I being don't. on camera. Like, I don't... maybe it's just maybe it's just a for me it's an inert desire to just be loved. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I have the inert desire to be hated. So. It's... <laughs> and I want to be invisible. <laughs> We're all doing it right. <laughs> so we all started a podcast. <laughs> no, I, 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 music has played a huge part in my life. Yeah, same. I wouldn't have it any other way i don't know where i was going with that it's funny because i (laughs) i never think of myself as someone big into music but like i've there are significant periods in my life where music has played such a huge part in my life like gaz was saying i think part of part of my formative years were based on it music was like how i defined my personality and i think a lot of people do that they, yeah. they glob onto a yeah. style of music. It's why, and I used to make a big point of it where I was like, I'm not going to dress like it. Like, I, <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want people to know what I listen to by the way I dress. Yeah. Yeah. But, I get it. Yeah, because I've, I've had that recently. Because, like, wearing wrestling T-shirts or just yes, non Do you watch wrestling? I do, yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, that kind of thing. And then somebody will come, like, when we were still in the, in, in the office, and people had uh, people had come in, and then I'm listening to like '90s fucking gangster rap. Yeah. And then people are like, "You don't look like you should be listening to this." Or <laughs> you don't look like this. <laughs> yeah. Or if I'm listening, and again, another one, and you know, you may see where I'm going with this. Like, if I'm listening to reggae, and then somebody comes in, and they're like, "You don't look like you should be listening to reggae." I'm high as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I then, gotta the, say, but- reggae has never been my. Th- I actually do oh, dislike man. it. Ah, oh, it's such a it's chill. It's too laid back. Ah, oh, man, it's so good. Get those island beats. Get those if, island. If I'm listening to laid back stuff, it's got to be sad. Ah, oh, but that's. Happy. I won't necessarily be sad, but the, no, mu- no, the no. music. I like a minor key. Ah, oh, I like both. All keys are beautiful. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the poison. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, just trench it. This. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this. This is going in the trench, right? Yeah, just fucking throw it in. Yeah, throw the band in as well. Heavy metal okay. wallpaper in the bin. Whatever. You got a hot dog on your keyboard? No, no, it's two pens. Okay. All right, uh, but yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. It does yeah. look a bit like a hot dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Marco's been round to my house. Um, <laughs> and then bullet for my Valentine. Okay, do we want to save anything? <laughs> What would we possibly would we lull him to sleep with the same song over and over again? <laughs> yeah. Is this is this gonna be is this gonna be the first thing like oh we could have it we could have the album on like huge speakers like we're having Guantanamo Bay. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, yeah fair enough. it'll drown out the fuck my ass speakers. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Although the, the one thing before we move on and like kind of close it and everything, there was one thing in Tears Don't Fall that really made me laugh and I hadn't realised until I listened to it again today and watched the music video. And it was um, 
uh, I've forgotten the full lyrics, but it's something where he says, I, I can make these things better. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like they just wanted to get better yeah, to, had to, to like, fit the, the pause. <laughs> struggle through the syllables of better. <laughs> it was yeah. like, gotta help make things better. I do feel like that's what we're some, especially some of the later songs in the album where it feels like they're like shoehorning the lyrics into the song. Yeah, they definitely are an afterthought. Yeah. Oh yeah. And some 100%. some of the lyrics are like one. I think one of them um, was just like there's there's a few of them where it's like the lyrics are very vague. It's like mm. about a relationship. <laughs> do you mean there's nothing specific about anything that you could get at it? It's basically just like it's like oh, a horoscope, right? Yeah, yeah. there's, there's got to be like beats that I've sort got, of feel like, familiar. Where the lyrics are like, I've got a feeling I'm sad and my relationship's <laughs> over. Like, Ronan, it's just why like, have you like... never been in a band? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, just, let's, let's like... start a band oh, right no, now. It's interpretation for angst, basically. It's mm. just like how you feel sad, listen to this music. And then some of it is just like, it just doesn't mean anything. No. No, and that's what it—that's kind of where it kind of it boils down to. Like, again, to bring up that one Smith's lyric that Matt almost accidentally said before: "Hang the blessed DJ because the music that they constantly play says nothing to me about my life." Yeah, I think it's important in music to have some kind of like relevant point, like an anchor. Like, oh yeah, I feel yeah. that. Yeah. So, so like, you feel like you need to that you want to hear what they have to say, but if it's just it's just almost like like manufactured emotion oh yeah like, well i, I put, want this yeah. to appeal to as many people as possible track like. one was generic bs that wouldn't be out of place in a student film and then i put this is obvious <laughs> this is obviously about a breakup but this guy needs to get a grip <laughs> yes, I, put, I put i guess this is a breakup song i think she broke up with him i would <laughs> i mean I, I did try and get really in depth with it and, and start yeah. writing like poignant things about it but I, I can't remember what I wrote. One well, track, second. <laughs> track three kind of sounds like the last one. Someone has has betrayed him, probably cheated on him. Maybe same partner as last song. I like the guitar solo. <laughs> one, one minute, two seconds, and I'm already transported to a realm of WWE pay-per-view advert breaks. There are flashing lights, take fucking my eyes, and everything here is KFC. Uh, no, track five suffocating under words of sorrow what what can i do uh, this guy is angry that a girl won't sleep with him but will sleep with others <laughs> this is the that's insult like, anthem like, i was just about to say that's it like this one of the lyrics is this is so frustrating to watch you sleezing all around it's like well, she's open to do she's allowed to do whatever she yeah, wants yeah but she, he wants, she wants to marry her and that's basically it it's like he's like you're sleezing around because basically she won't sleep with him yeah and it's yeah. like it's such this wine like you're just you're just off having imagine sex if, it's not with me imagine if <laughs> the like, next song was dead happy and it was like yeah she banged me and then in that same song I've also written that like, like, like he keeps imagining that he is weather and like one of the things that like, fingers running through my hair but it's all just fiction. So he's like getting angry yeah. at this person. She's going out sleeping with other men that isn't him. Uh, Stop and having then, free will. But then also like, then, get, <laughs> then imagine it. It's just like, what? This is like, it's just weird, man. It's just, yeah. it's just, a, bit, just a bit creepy. Just a bit like, oh, woe is me. Why won't you <laughs> like me? It's like, maybe, just, I've, maybe got, I've got a clue why. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm wondering if this is why it resonated with me at the time. Because you're an incel. <laughs> like, I was at that point, yeah. Oh, shit. Like, why wouldn't girls touch me? And then and then I kind of got over myself, and then it was fine. Yeah. Um, you so, have yeah, maybe. never gotten over yourself, Gaz. 
No, I, I believe you're like, in hype. Yeah, okay, we'll carry on from there. <laughs> um, tr- wait, tra- okay, hang on, I'll just say these, ne- these next two tracks. Sorry. Track eight, Hand of Blood. I don't like this song at all. His, <laughs> his partner left him again. Stop listening. The next song. <laughs> track nine, Room 409. His partner is cheating on him. Stop listening again. <laughs> and like, it's just it's basically the same variation every song is a variation on that sort of thing of like yeah he's you were just yeah. he's sad, there's been an argument or he's sad of a relationship he's in or he's you're just sitting there all the whole ended. time being like move on bro yeah, yeah it's just, just just dude get over it and presumably this is for young people like you'll be fine this, you'll be yeah. you'll be all right no one's got shit figured out in the like teens and 20s it's don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry if, about if, it, bro. Don't worry if, about it. If they want, if they want to, if you know, if you're listening, my life to already this, got good when I hit thirty. It's fine. And <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're in your twenties, go and listen to the Smiths because those are incredibly relatable lyrics. That, that, yeah. that is some angst. Well, I don't really like the Smiths, as is well documented. But <laughs> that is some angst <laughs> with like actual perspective. Yeah, it's angst it, with poignancy. Yeah, like, it's, it's also quite funny. Like. It, it oh yeah definitely genuinely takes the piss out of like feeling like that yeah so it's it, it takes yeah. guts to be gentle and kind mm. there are better places to get your sadness yes yes and, and the smiths <laughs> are really good for that although i'm gonna i'm gonna end the bullet for my valentine train on this one little thing that i remembered only as i was listening to it this afternoon i'd forgot about this entirely Sonospear one year I saw Bullet for My Valentine completely forgot about it they were shit and um, they came out on <laughs> it was raining and they came out on stage with little black um, uh, wellies but Ooh, to make sure to, but to make sure they were still all cool and metal they had little skulls on them <laughs> oh, <laughs> just wear the wellies man <laughs> yeah it was so funny it's like own, oh, it, own the wellies. It's like it's like yeah, guys. We want to protect our feet and not get trench foot, but we're still metal. <laughs> <laughs> we um, put spikes on it. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. Very sad. Um, so yeah, that was uh, us talking about a lot of music that music. wasn't bullet for my Valentine. <laughs> yeah. um, There's a lot of good music out there. Turns out, yeah, hey, it, it turns out that there is. And you know what? I've actually it's got not a few in this things. Album. I've got a few things to listen to because of the discussions today, and that's really cool. Um, so, yeah, if you enjoyed uh, what you were listening to, then you might also like to follow us on, well, on. social media. Yes? Hang on. You get, you're cutting ahead of things there, mate. Why? We need to know what we're doing next week. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and also... I've forgotten. Also, Ronan, how many chugs out of five would you give this? Oh, I'd give this one sadness. Yeah. What about you, Matt? Uh, I give it one. She won't touch my peepees out of five. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm on a one as well. Yeah. And and the thing is, like, and I'll actually, do you know what? I'll end on this. They really like power chords and uh, pentatonic yeah. scales. I think a lot of bands back then did, and I get why because it's it's easy, easy to put like a little sound together with it. Yeah. Like I, I listen yeah. to punk. I can't talk about anything. I, well, I listen to a bunch of shit now, but when I was there, <laughs> I was listening to punk. I mean, saying that I'm in a punk band who's song titles are uh, house phones ringing and i'm having a poo and i threw a microwave at a tram so i can't really talk yeah but they're all they're all like common events it's true in manchester yeah, it's yeah. all relevant things yes ronan you're right i was getting a little bit too excited and a little bit ahead of myself so matt next week it is your choice 
Um, now, what are we doing? After trawling around on Amazon like an idiot, I, I bought Ghoulies 3 Ghoulies Go to College. Because <laughs> I was trying Have to it. see if we could rent it in our country. And we apparently you can buy it as well. So For 10 I, pounds. I've got it. So now you guys have got to get it. Um, okay. It's... I, I know we've done Ghoulies 4, but they're not really related. And Ghoulies yeah. 3 is uh, a wild, wacky monster comedy. And it, I remember being fucking terrified of it, but also watching it all the time because it was quite funny. <laughs> so okay, we're yeah. watching Ghoulies 3, Ghoulies Go to College. Oh, yes. oh, on yes. Amazon Prime, it's mm-hmm. available. That's are they going to be like doing hijinks towards the Dean? Yeah, it is literally that. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, okay. That sounds perfect. I'm... I'm, I'm Ghoulie house yeah <laughs> i'm already loving this so yeah if you if you enjoyed what you listened to today then you can find us on social media at, at stop cthulhu on everything and if you want to send us an email about who your favorite post hardcore band is and why it's at the drive-in you can send us an email to <laughs> send us an email to stop cthulhu at outlook.com and you know what guys just most importantly just willies are gross Goodbye. What? Speak for yourself. Well, my willy's gross. Mine's beautiful. Gaz's opinions on willies does not represent the entire Stop Cthulhu. Yeah, we've all got beautiful willies. Guys, we think yours are beautiful too. Guys, your willies are all beautiful. Mine looks like it's been through a hedge backwards. (laughs) The the thing you should take away from this episode is Gaz has a gross willy. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. (laughs) What's the correct direction through a hedge?